Hey guys, Sean here. Thanks to everyone who tunes into the Play It Up podcast. We really love doing this podcast and really appreciate everyone who listens. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching for Play It Up Podcast. You can find the full video podcast on YouTube and you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Anchor and more. If you want to ask us a question, you can do so on Anchor and your question will be featured on the podcast. If you like what we do, please remember to like, review, comment, follow or subscribe and please recommend us to your friends. Thanks guys and enjoy the episode. And we are back. Welcome back, everybody, to a episode of the Play It Up podcast. But it's a special podcast because it's also an episode of the Game the System podcast. It's a freaking job podcast. Woo! <laughs> uh, Some people yeah. say it's 69. You might say it is of 69. And uh, I definitely like to think of it as that. So um, I'll do my usual intro, and we just happen to be on episode 69, so hence 69 joke. Um, there may be more. Uh, but hello and welcome to Game the System podcast episode 69, a podcast about the people that play retro, arcade, modern video games, pinball. I've forgotten all the things now. Um, yeah. What's the date? <laughs> um <laughs> The 13th. The th- it's the 13th of November, 2021, and my name is Mark Bell. My name's John. My name's Matt. And my let's name's go Sean. around the room. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Sorry. I'm from the other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we, are the least, we are the less professional, clearly. <laughs> In Germany, we have Sean there. I'm Mike. Uh, I'm Neil. I'm Dennis. Excellent. Nice. Yes, and we are doing a dual podcast, 69ing our two podcasts together um, mm. for shits and giggles. Oh, yeah. Yes, as Mike does a sort of weird hand motion there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. How do we do Mike? this? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's not how you're 69, as far <laughs> as I know. Oh, I thought it was just hands. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You've been missing out, Mike. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Uh, so I suppose we'll just get into things, uh, talk about what each other have all been doing, um, just like our, our regular podcast, I suppose. So mm. might as well um, start with you, Mark, because I think you've got the, the biggest news of, of the day. Um, oh, so the yeah, what, what's, uh, yeah, what's been happening in your world? Um, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. Um, despite not having a lot of time to play games. A lot of gaming stuff has been going on. Um, I'll leave the the main one till after, but um, before I talk about that, um, one of the things I got involved with was a Ghouls and Ghosts speedrun race. I think uh, it was Denny. You mentioned that on one of the podcasts, <clears throat> one of the Play It Up podcasts before yes. that you'd watched the the races. Yeah. Um, so I was a participant in those races, and it was freaking awesome it was such a good time 
Um, it was a best of three race. You get set up with your opponent. It's seeded, um, double brackets, all that kind of stuff. Um, and my first opponent, he beat me out of the best of three. So I was immediately chucked into the loser's bracket. Um, and then from there, I managed to crawl my way through the loser's bracket, get into the winner's bracket. Um, and then the person who pushed me into the loser's bracket originally, I faced him again in the winner's bracket and managed to beat him. So I got my revenge. That was that was fun. Um, and then keep going and got all the way to, to fourth place. So I was very, very happy with that. Actually, just winning one race I would have been happy with, but managed to get into the top four. So I was very, very happy. It was a really good time. That's awesome, That's awesome. man. Yeah. How does that how does that work exactly? And like what what's it run on? I guess you have to stream it or Yeah, so everyone streams their game on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um the the qualifying rounds were done with one of the competitors restreaming the game. So combining so it's a speedrun race, right? So it's one person against another person. They both hit the start button at the same time. Um, the first person to finish the game is the winner of that round and it's best of three. Um, so one of the competitors, what he would do is combine two streams into one on his one stream so that everyone can just watch that one stream and watch the races mm-hmm. as they happen. Um, but then for the final games, the final rounds, it was much more professional and that was hosted on Speed Gaming. And Speed Gaming, if, if you're not familiar, is is a basically a 24-7 um, speed race channel um they're constantly doing races of all games all retro games and they've got people who are actually hired to um organize everything uh they have channels where you join and the the commentators you know talk to you so you get set up properly and everything's working as it should be um super professional and and really really awesome um so yeah the the finals were hosted on on speed gaming and they had their own twitch channel and and whenever they're streaming, they've got, you know, hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of, of viewers, sometimes up to the thousands, et cetera. Um, so yeah, that's how that kind of worked. Oh yeah, I actually jumped in to see your last game, which was uh it was incredibly exciting. Like um, mm-hmm. I didn't know much about the speed run and how um how you were performing uh, within it, but uh from what I remember you you lost a couple of early lives, which got you on the back foot a bit. And then like yep. all of a sudden um, the, the, the person who seemed to be quite in front of you lost a couple of lives and it became very even at the end. Mm. And yeah, yep. no, I, I, I can't remember um, being so excited watching like a, a head-to-head um, game. Mm. So yeah, it was great to watch me. Well, came down to a knee lift in the end and uh, yeah, that was what separated it, yeah. which was. Yeah. yeah. On the last boss. Yeah. I think we were 10 seconds apart or something like that um, in that last race. And that's unusual. It's usually, uh, you know, the competitors will be a minute apart or maybe two minutes apart, maybe longer. It depends how things go. But that one was super close and super clutch. I was, I was clenching the whole way for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody was was watching. Yeah. It was epic. I remember the whole event being pretty exciting. Sorry, um, no, you're right. Because there was something else that happened controversial, and maybe Mark, you can remind us exactly. But uh, some there was a really close race, and there was a 
what seemed like a clear winner, but then they didn't play through the the credits all the way through, and that yeah. disqualified their attempt or something. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, there's yeah, there's this um female competitor numbers um, and it's really awesome having women in in the tournament um, and it's kind of it's hilarious actually because she's known for doing that particular thing which is basically a double knockout on the end boss so if you kill the end boss at the same time he kills you at the exact same point um the game thinks that you've beaten it and it's okay and it's you know it starts going through the credits but what it's actually doing in the background of the game which you don't see is it's going through the game over message and then going through the you know do you want to continue in the countdown but you oh. don't see any of that because that's happening all in the logic in the background. Jeez. Um, uh, <laughs> and then once that countdown finishes, the game actually crashes because it doesn't know what to do because it's actually displaying to the player the end credits. Oh. Um, and the game just resets. And so if you do a double knockout, that's not regarded as a proper finish. Oh. Um, and therefore you get disqualified. And so... There was just this funny occasion where she submitted a run to speedrun.com prior. It was quite a while ago. She had a double knockout in it. And so therefore she got disqualified out of that. And then she got known as the person who does double knockouts. Um, and so it just happens to get a double knockout in the speedrun race that knocked her out of that tournament mm. as well. So oh, it's just, wow. it was funny, but brutal at the same yeah, time. So nasty. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And it's you, you could never do that on purpose. You could never kill the boss and get killed at the same time on purpose. It's impossible. Wow. But she just somehow manages to do it at the worst possible times. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And the, the rule is it just doesn't count, even though you killed the boss. Yep, that's right. You still got They're looking life. at changing that rule. Yeah. They're looking at changing that rule, actually, just because you've obviously finished the game. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But... Mm. But have the you rules truly finished rules it if you're dead time. at the same time? Mm, that's a tricky <laughs> one. I suppose you wouldn't know that you've won because you're dead. <laughs> that's if right. The bear so. shits in the woods and there's no one around to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't really you, taken a shit. You've saved yep. the princess, but you can't know her, her measurements. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The princess ah. just floats down and no one's there to catch her. Uh very sad <laughs> so um, as you said before yeah. um, you, you've obviously got some big news um, for later in the podcast is there anything else you want to tell us about that you've been doing lately or um, no I don't think so um, the rest I'll just talk about later um, yeah yeah, because that's pretty much been my it, it's been taking up all my time so yeah I'll talk about that a bit later no dramas. So I, I might shoot it through to you now, Matt, because Matt's actually been uh, on the um, on the stream at, at the actual August. time we we're supposed to meet up. Yes, yeah. so, <laughs> <laughs> he's been waiting here for a while and he's lonesome. So yeah, Matt, what have you been up to? Uh, for me, I mean, it's the same old as I usually do, which I can explain to people from you know, listeners of the other podcast who don't know. Washing machines. Yeah. Washing machines. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're past that, past the washing machines. But really, uh, uh, what ends up happening in my spare time, roaming the streets, uh, looking for junk that people have thrown out on the side of the road. Picking up CRTs. Yep. Yes. Well, that's, that's, I mean, it's, as it turns out, that's what you get a lot. 
And so I have a lot of CRTs. Um, I mean, so the most recent one I got is like this 30 centimeter TV. It's a digital, which is the Dick Smith brand. Dick Smith brand. Yeah. 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 Digital. Uh, Dick Smith. It's the smallest one that I've ever seen. The smallest one you've ever seen. (laughs) That has component inputs on it. So I don't know. I don't know what is going to come out. I haven't turned it on yet. I haven't really had it. And also been rained on. It's been rainy lately. Mm. Classic Dick the Innovator, mate. He was always ahead of the curve, you know? Yeah. With, <laughs> his, with his with his Temptins, you know, and then Tim Tams ripped them off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Poor is that, that, is, is that that's a works? very that's a very specific Aussie reference there. <laughs> oh god. <It> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Say so you got dick punched. Yep. Oh, that's that, that definitely needs to be talking to, talking to later about what a dick punch actually is. That is yeah. Yeah, there's conditions for that, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, you, obviously, like, there's just heaps of pickups in, in Sydney for some reason around your so many around pounds. the inner in in west. Oh, eastern suburbs, <laughs> sorry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not like it was to be honest. Uh, I moved here, uh, like 10 years ago, there were so many more. It's was, it was the time when people were throwing out TVs, but I wasn't on the on you know on the bandwagon and I wasn't picking them up at the time. But now that they've become a bit more rare, I'm on the lookout and yeah, it seems to be still available. We can get some pretty good stuff, but you got to, there's some effort. Like I, I look at the council website and figure out where the areas are, where there's a pickup oh, on that weekend. God, it's gotten to that point. Oh yeah. I've got, I've got printed maps. I actually made a Google map, a custom map where you, you, you can draw outlines and like color in the area yes. and I put in the date. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> a out, man. It is. Awesome. It's so it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. So when you're out driving around, you're like your dots, you know, trying to get to the, you know, it's green this week. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some over here, man. That's so I, and I, I do the same thing. I don't like look to when stuff's going to be chucked out, but there just seems to be random piles of crap around sometimes, and I always look for CRTs. Mm. So around here, fun. you can they let you do they let you do a calling pickup like a booking, but they but there's also a scheduled one for your area this is how my council works but also the one right adjacent so there's a lot of area i can go to like on one weekend right nice. just like a bin chicken going through some trash and <laughs> grabbing the goods so no, that's yeah. awesome it's better than tvs but last but week that, but one that likes like cool crts yeah instead. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 crt chicken <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you do find weird things, but also last week got, oh. I mean, you're looking, looking through a pile and found, you know, PlayStation 2 controllers, two of them, and a PlayStation 2 power supply, right? So mm-hmm. what the next thing you're expecting to find is the PlayStation 2. And so yeah. there's a big pile of stuff and spent a long time looking through it, but did not find it. Oh. <laughs> Maybe someone already, already grabbed it. Yeah, someone snared it. Yeah, but they're missing all the other bits now. The controllers yeah. are worth more than the console anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I actually decent. Like, you could sell that on eBay. You know, twenty bucks a controller or something, right? Like, not that you, maybe that's not what you're doing, but you could. It's pretty, if one yeah. was so inclined. Yeah, hmm. I think he's hoarding. <laughs> I am a bit. I got a hoard. Well, I got a lot of PlayStation Three controllers. <laughs> like six or seven of them. Yeah, <laughs> is that from uh, finding them on the street? Yeah, PlayStation Three <laughs> controllers. Really? Yeah, yeah. Dude, you're a fucking. Got it. This that's awesome. <laughs> he used the bin chicken. Yeah, yeah and a whole lot of games. Cool. 
I don't have them here to show you, but yeah, like in my my garage, yeah, like a whole stack of PS3 games and Xbox 360. Mm. They're, they're the things that seem to be disappearing. You know, they're going on the street now. Are you doing yeah. it in a hazmat suit because it's, you know, corona times and then you sanitize <laughs> your whole body when you get home? <laughs> <laughs> no, it might be an idea, but... Yeah. No, no, just kidding. Dude, that's, that's really cool. Uh, it's amazing. Who needs yeah. to who needs to go to EB Games or any game shops? Just go, <laughs> just just wander the eastern suburbs and yeah. maybe yeah, maybe you could like hire go hunting. Like, yeah, maybe it could be like a day with Matt where you can like yeah, pay someone someone pays fifty bucks to just hang out <laughs> with you and just like scrounge through some some good areas. Yep. That, you know, we're going to this green area today. Yeah, we'll see if we can uh, find it. Oh, real... <laughs> yeah, like. Matt's all Aussie adventures, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Aussie CRT adventures. Junk scrounging. Like. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch that. I'd watch the hell out of that. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. I'd watch that. <laughs> so, um, Matt, I know um, we were talking before the podcast started um, that you've been playing a bit of Snow Bros for the um, game of the hey, month yeah. for, for Game the System. Yeah. Like, you, I mean, that's mostly the game time that I get these days is I just put into the game of the month, whatever it is. Mm. Yeah. Snow Brothers this month, which I don't know. I mean, I don't have a lot of history with the game. So I've, I've played it a little bit back in the day. And it's because mm. like a friend of mine had an Amiga and we played it on that. Mm. Um, it's pretty so not great at it on there. Like, know the rules a bit, but not great at it. So I'm, I'm still learning. Mm. playing. For anyone who doesn't know Snow Bros, I think Dennis described it as a budget bubble. Is that yeah, right? It is. <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's kind yeah, of like, pretty much uh, like bubble bubble, right? Yeah. On a budget, yes. Yeah. yeah. On a budget? I, I, I kind of like know. it better. Uh, I like it's it, kind of, yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of good, yeah. Like, it's it just has a similar dynamic, that's all. Um, I think that uh, the whole thing about rolling, like, all the built-up mm. snowballs and clearing the level, that's just, um, yeah, there's a lot of satisfaction in that. Just clearing the mm. board is the best. And collecting all like the zenny? Get... Well, yeah. yeah, I guess. <laughs> get all it's that any... paper, but... Um, it just yeah, I'm having Black Tiger flashbacks. The Insani coins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's yeah, just it, the it is kind of default. a bit like Bubble yeah. Bubble because it's um, it's single screen and and yeah, if you collect them all in one go and then you know pop them or push them, yeah. whatever you do in yeah. whatever all, game, yeah. uh, you get a huge amount of points. So, but it's they're kind of very different, but at the same time very similar. I mean, the thing I, in learning the game, it's like with Bubble Bobble similar, learning the behavior of the enemies yeah. is the thing that lets you figure out what's going to happen and let you survive. Mm. Yeah. And I still haven't sure. figured out how to um, make the power-up spawn. No. Not is that not random? I thought uh, it, it might have been completely random. No, it depends but... on where the um, where all the enemies land, I think. And um, it's, oh. it's something you've got to do, but I, I don't know exactly how to do it yet or otherwise mm-hmm. i'll be doing it <laughs> yeah i don't know i think evan said in the chat last night that it was where the enemies land in whatever level yeah if um, i find out i'll let you know i don't know yep that'd be <laughs> handy who's the so current I'm, leader for that at the moment at Dennis, the moment it's me you're up there hey yeah, yeah, you're, you're a bit of a beast yeah. at it aren't you Oh, I yeah. used to be able to one CC it back in the day, but uh, I don't know. I, I probably could do it again if I put in some time. But generally, I don't get much time to play game of the month. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah, I've only had 
four games of it so far um, and almost got a million <laughs> points. So it's sort of, it's, the memories are somewhat in the back of my mind, but uh, not all of it. So, yeah. That's pretty cool that you can pick it up. Like pretty, like obviously a million yeah. is like quite a high score. That's, awesome. that's really cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny oh, now yeah. I've got a memory for, the games and yet i still can't remember you know my um my mum's birthday yeah exactly yeah yeah, either dude i'm with you on that one (laughs) so is is million close to a max like a to a nah nah Nah. what's the world um uh, i think the world record is three million something like that it's it's 2.7 on twin galaxies at the moment okay 2.7 yeah yeah aaron uh, hall aaron hall from yeah one one up, guy from one up, right he's a beast yeah. at it isn't he shout out to aaron yeah i think that's my cool. pb is 2.3 or around there something like that yeah nice. but again that's back in the day i mean i'll never be able to do that again um mm. unless i put a bit of time into it yeah mm. for sure king, um, so king, from... king snowbro <laughs> yes King Snowbro, Snowbros. <laughs> so uh, I might cross over to you now, John. Um, yeah, how have you been? Have you had any pickups or, or playing any games lately? Yeah, finally CRTs, John. <laughs> Actually, I saw one on the side of the road really close to my house last week and I drove past it going to work and I was like, that's there <laughs> on the way back. <laughs> and uh, I knew my wife would get really annoyed with me. Um but it wasn't there. It was also being heavily rained on. So, yeah, uh, yeah. it looked like a pretty decent size and it had the same, I think it's, uh, I, it, it looked like a Sony, but I, I don't know because it was so quick just driving past. Mm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But um, actually, one thing I wanted to mention was, so I've been playing uh, Command and Conquer Remastered, which is a bit of a throwback to the beginning of our yeah. podcast as well. Yeah, I was listening um, to that today, man. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Flashbacks. Yeah. Um, yeah wow. So how I got into it was because I've been listening to heaps more gaming music um, or music from games while I've been working. I've been finding it really good because without generally it doesn't have lyrics and sometimes I find singing a bit uh, distracting. So... Mm-hmm. So game music can can really help like keep me focused, um, and I found this thing, the the T- Tiberian Sons, <laughs> which is um, Frank Kelpaki, I think it's pronounced. He's the guy that wrote the music for Command and Conquer, and I think like all the Command and Conquer games, and it's very like heavy metal type music. <laughs> they actually did a live show at a Magfest. Um, while back now i think it was 2017 or something um and to be honest the band they were a bit loose they weren't like very tight it sounded like they didn't have a lot of time to rehearse um but the show is so good because they've got this awesome light show and they've got this big screen behind them showing like footage of the game and like you know all the the live action videos and stuff and intros from the 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 game um and like some of the actors are really big actors too like james l jones and of course they had tim curry and so many other people in like the later games like after they did they did red alert where it got they can't they camped it up with red alert really and then red alert 2 went even further and they just kept playing up on that when they got to red alert 3 
he started getting like big actors and that's yeah, when like, Tim Curry's in there and so um, was John Cleese in one of them? Am uh, I, I going crazy and saying so? No, I don't yeah. think so. Um, you definitely are going crazy, Neil. Neil. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is great. Now there's two podcasts worth of people <laughs> to rag on Neil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, Neil. Seriously. It wasn't bloody Monty Python, mate. <laughs> if only in that. If only. Oh god. Yeah. 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 Yeah, good. Thank God. Yeah. It's um anyway, that show, if, if people, you know, if people are into Man and Conquer, I highly recommend checking out that Magfest live show because it's really cool. And there's something about I wish I could have been there or if they ever do it again, you know, somewhere that's accessible to me, I would really want to see that show because because in Command and Conquer, the Brotherhood of Nod has this whole real propaganda kind of feeling and they've got all these like, um, you know, um, slogans like peace through power and stuff like that. And <laughs> people were literally yelling from the crowd like for the brotherhood of nod peace through power and stuff like that and it felt uh, like being cultish, yeah. like yeah there was bits like where it felt like you were being indoctrinated into the brotherhood <laughs> and because they had the big screen and they have like pain come up and stuff and well wow. um does it end in a mass suicide i hope not <laughs> <laughs> but it, it like had that really strong feeling because of the audience that made it mm. feel real. Um, so yeah, for anyone that's into that, highly recommend checking uh, that out. And I was just listening to it so much, and then I had to buy the game and play it again. And I realized the first game, so I've only played the GDI campaign, um, you know, the good guys. Um, and yeah, they I realized in those full motion videos they were very vanilla, like. They're just appearing to be like a military type thing and there's nothing funny or campy about it. Um, and and mm. Kane's a bit off the wall because he's like a cult leader kind of thing. But apart from that, it's pretty straight. So it's only until they get to Red Alert that they start like really hamming it up, I guess. Did uh, you say that um, the original guy who made the music for the games is in the band? Or did I imagine that? Yes. Yeah, he, oh, that's he right. leaves. You said yes. End. So, which which answer to which question? Uh, you didn't you didn't <laughs> yes. imagine it, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. Well, so I he mean, is in the band. He's leading yes, the band. So. Yeah. Well, that's wow. crazy. So, so yeah. So, I'm pretty sure he's actually is like a drummer mainly, but he's written. He wrote all the music for the games, and yeah, right. yeah, and and so he explains it actually in the show. It's a pretty cool story. He he didn't know what Magfest was and he got a message from uh, just a random guy saying, Hey, I've done some remixes of the music from Command and Conquer. What do you think? And he's like, yeah, it sounds good. You know, that's cool. And then the guy messaged him back like two weeks later and said, I'm performing it at Magfest. Um, you know, you should come check it out. And then, it wasn't till later that some other people were saying that Magfest was really cool and he eventually, I don't think he went that first time, but he eventually decided to go and then got that same guy who originally messaged him about doing remixes to get the band together kind of thing. So um, it's almost like this young fan who was into the game 
um, then got to become like part of the band as well. And wow. yeah, they all seem like quite talented musicians. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really cool show. I'll definitely highly recommend mm. checking that out. Well, I'm going to check yeah, that out. That's cool. Sure. Also, I, just I played to it when I was a real kid. instruments to like actually mm. see them play it live. Like there's real instruments, there's guitar solos. It's really rocky. Yeah. Yeah, I love that kind of thing. I think they did a pretty good one I heard about from uh, for, for Sega as well. And I've watched some of the Star Wars movies with a live orchestra. That was mm. pretty amazing as well. But it sounded yeah. so accurate to the real thing that it was like, oh, it's, I don't know, it didn't sound live almost. So mm. it was almost too good where you want it sometimes to sound, you know, like you're actually there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that's only, that's, I've only ever been to one or two of them. I think I did a Harry Potter one as well. That was pretty cool. But yeah, I've the done whole a Lord of the Rings was, one. Oh, wow. That oh, would have been yeah. pretty epic. Did it go for 12 yeah. hours? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I think it did, actually. <laughs> yeah, was it just one it's... of the movies or all of them? Uh, I think it was all of them. All wow. three of them, yeah. Well, all the they play a lot like of the same out. music, don't they? Like a, a lot of it's repeated throughout the all of the movies, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that yeah. was at the Opera House, I believe. Um, nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. It, it's funny you actually right. talk about the the uh, red alert music. I um about like you know, I um I had to pack up. Um, me and my uh, brothers-in-law had to uh, move house for for Jen's mum, and um, we had to put away. Um, we had to pack up this room, which was like a book room. Where like I mean, like it's kind of like, not a library, but like. The whole room was like shelf to shelf books um, mm-hmm. from from Jen's dad, and we're we're walking like we're, we're plugging along just like packing away all these books and like we're all moving at a pretty slow pace like we you know we we all have kids and stuff and like the, the last thing you want to do on a Saturday is go around and pack up like this whole freaking room of books. <laughs> that so sounds really shit. Yeah, yeah. I'd so rather, um, rather be out with Matt treasure hunting. Exactly. <laughs> so my brothers are like, oh, you know, we've got to get pumped about this. So we've got to get into it. So <laughs> they're like, what What do we do to like, you know, get this going? So we ended up getting um, like, there was beers anyway, but like we all cracked a beer. It helps. And, and we put, um, I said to them, there's nothing that will pump you up more than the red alert theme song like the, the introduction <laughs> song yeah so we chucked it on and we start chanting like books 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 and the music <laughs> on, boom, 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 and just start packing away and stuff so it's really funny that you bring up that particular music wow yeah yeah it's yeah, like the biggest like nerdiest thing ever just a bunch it was of hilarious that's a window into new Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just remember as a kid like um because i had it on playstation i had it on playstation one which was mm. like probably one of the shittest ports for um, Red Alert. Like it, it was way better on computer from from my understanding. Um, mm. But I, I can't remember like being as pumped up because like it starts with like the, like there's kind of like a corridor with like these red flashing lights at the start mm. and then there's fucking tanks and like yeah, machine guns <laughs> happening and, and this like really kind of like industrial kind of 
metal um, that I, I didn't really yep. know much about at the time. So like, uh, yeah, it was really significant in my mind, like the mm. introduction oh, to that. So yeah, yeah it's cool I that you picture. That's awesome. Yeah, I can cool. picture Neil like as a little kid doing like this wild interpretive <laughs> dance while listening to it. Like <laughs> <laughs> silos needed. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love that Tanya chick. She was awesome. Like, yeah. oh, let's run with a dog or something, and like, yeah, yeah. she used to you just blow shit to... up with like two handguns or something oh, like that. She was awesome. Like, yeah. Do you ever I go to Laser awesome. Force where they use her voice as like the "Let's rock"? And then at the end, game over, man, game over. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that wasn't her. Yeah, did she say that? Game over, man. No, that's like an alien. You definitely said like, yeah, let's that's rock. alien. Oh, fucking uh, Sean, they're not known fucking aliens. Oh. <laughs> Actually, Let's Rock is aliens as well. It is, yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's Vasquez. Right, that's I, got, I got my wires crossed, guys. Fucking sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go chant about books, Neil, you nerd? <laughs> books. books. <laughs> books. <laughs> awesome, you wish you were that. I kind of do, just to <laughs> laugh at you, though. That's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, when you watch the show, there's no uh, doubt that that Red Alert intro song is the most hyped song. Like when he gets to it, the crowd goes off. Oh, yeah. man. I think I might put a little bit of it in the um, in, in the episode or, or Dennis. There's an idea. Maybe uh, after the intro or something. I don't know. Sure you could, you could even mix in Dennis. some of... Um... You could even mix in some of Neil's books. 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 <laughs> <laughs> once, once you get the beat, once you get the beat, you know where I'm saying books. Like, yeah, it was, it was great. It was, oh, my God. You were going to say, you know, when we were packing up all the books, we found, you know, Command and Conquer, Red Alert. Yeah, Fox, yeah. You know, I thought that's where it was going. I 100% right. thought that nah. too. Just ended up with Neil chanting books with his brothers-in-law. Yeah. Found book his rain. penthouse collection. <laughs> Wait, these aren't books. books. These are magazines. Magazines, magazines. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well uh, nah, the same. What have you been doing, Sean? Me? Hey. I've been curating this wonderful arcade collection you can see behind me. Oh, no. uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good collection. But strangely, yeah. all the parkies are blurred out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want people to know how rich I am. They're some of the rarest titles. Yeah. Right. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> you also don't want people knowing what games they are when they walk up to them. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's it more surprise. of a surprise. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, and strangely, what? the CRTs are all blurry too. Yeah, yeah I got yeah, them from Matt. Yeah. They've all been rained on. <laughs> <laughs> Those dodgy eastern suburb CRTs. Yeah, yeah. old Dick Smith brand rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Digital is um, good. 
I've been playing. I wrote a few of the games down actually. So I picked oh, up. Oh, you can. Yeah, I did it like just before we started. So kind of. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> I picked up Konami Crazy Races uh, for the Game Boy Advance, and I'd never Konami heard of crazy it. Crazy Races, yeah, it's a a very good, possibly better than Mario Kart if you are into sort of the Japanese oh, and the Konami titles. Yeah, it is, but it was just felt Big kind of cool. like a fresh version of Mario Kart, and there were little license tests, which was just going to make Mike extremely excited because he loves. Yeah. I, I heard he loves going for licenses. He does. <laughs> he loves it. He's wild. <laughs> um, <laughs> it has like their basic license tests, but then there's also hidden characters to unlock, which I thought was really cool. And one of them is Vic Viper from Gradius. Oh, yeah. So that was really cool. How does, yeah, how what, does the Vic Viper sit in a cart? He actually, you're just floating above the ground and you're flying in the in the plane. Oh, okay. In, right. in the aircraft. Got it. Yeah, I think it's actually like the best thing in the game and makes it maybe a bit too easy, but you only get it like right at the end once you've already mm. completed the game. So I finished that. Um, that was awesome. I got it in the box from this little um, retro game shop, the only one in Stuttgart, I believe, um, called Velinix or Velinix. I don't know how to say it. But a really cool little like uh, Japanese reminiscent uh, game shop because it's a small space. Everything's stacked like quite high, and they are presenting everything quite nicely. And yeah, good dudes there, and that's a really nice like little safe haven for me to go there mm. every couple of weeks or whatever. And good prices too. I think I picked that up in the box for twenty to twenty-five euros, maybe a bit more, but not that expensive for a Game Boy Advance game in the box yeah, cool. including the uh plastic like thing to protect it box protector ah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i really like it it has like the the japanese uh, little sounds that the characters make and that kind of thing like i think when you overtake someone one of the little cute characters is like Sodesne. it just feels like super japanese and i love that um mm. So I finished that and uh, I've been playing God of War on PS4, the reboot, I guess. Super nice. Yeah, um, it's supposed to be good. Yeah, really, really good story mode. Quite challenging as well. I like upped the difficulty because it wasn't feeling too hard because I, I wanted to just sort of play through something and not have too much stress. But then I also wanted to feel like I was challenged. So that's that's been really nice, like really good acting, good music, crazy graphics, just a really cool all-around game. Um, and other than that, I started playing Blaster Master on NES, um, playing it nice. via emulation on my Vita, kind of before I go to bed. Um, PlayStation Vita is a great emulation machine if anyone ever wants mm. like a really cool handheld. Also good for just PS1 classics. It can emulate mm. an actual PSP and play Vita games too. So it's kind of kind of do a lot it's crazy mm. um and nes tetris so i've been watching the world championships a bit of that and it's got me back into it i've actually started hyper tapping uh semi-successfully oh, but i can't but i don't oh, even think yeah. my hyper tapping speed is faster working. than the the daz you know you know yeah. like i don't think it moves faster than you 
yet sometimes it does i have to figure out like i'm using this controller and it's not the proper oh god it's mm. oh, nest controller yeah oh, it's not I, a real it's SNES not, controller though is it no this is an 8-bit though one and i need to get like oh, a yeah. i've got a um what's it called a uh, av famicom so i need to get like a game shark or something and then i can play the proper cartridge with it and i'm going to get an nes controller because i'd love to max out ntsc tetris and i think i can do it i just have to yeah. decide whether i'd want to do it with hyper tapping which is like harder to learn but then it makes it easier to do overall or just use the das which is like the push and hold left and right um, yeah Sorry. About the rolling technique. Ah, the rolling. Yeah, I, I thought about that as well. Um, but that seems maybe even harder to learn than the hyper tapping. It's very <laughs> um, like the guys that are doing it at a high level. They're still not quite as accurate as a hyper tapper. They can get stuff side to side a bit faster. But as you can imagine, if you're just doing, that looks dodgy, but you know, if you're just doing oh, this on yeah. the bottom of the control. Episode 69. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> for me, baby. Um, if you're just doing that to the bottom of the controller, it's you can't be as accurate. But when you're tapping, you know how many it's times you're hitting it, kind of. Sitting right mm. below you in the video as well. Yeah, right. Oh, no. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, no. <laughs> Is it a oh, that's it. <laughs> I'm feeling it all the way from Stuttgart. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's is good. In the classic Tetris, is it against the rules to have a custom controller? Do you know? It is, yeah. Um, well, not custom. Like, you can have... It has to be an NES controller with original parts and everything. Mm. Um, but you can have, like, a custom overlay or if you want to get like a different color D-pad and stuff. Some of the players have that. When it's in person at the start of the day of the finals or even for qualifications, if you bring your own controller, they actually inspect controllers because oh, wow. if someone can install sort of like a turbo, some sort of turbo mechanism, that's a huge advantage. Like yeah. it would be yeah. kind of obvious uh, if someone's like a DAS player and they're just holding it and, the, and it's just going like, wah, wah. It'd be like... <laughs> What the hell's going on there? Um, yeah, it's definitely one of the most like well-run tournaments because it's been going now for over 10 years or whatever, the world championships. And now it's actually a world championship because it's all online. Before it was, you know, the classic American thing of calling it a world championship when it's only held in the mm -hmm. States. Yeah, yeah, sure, everyone can fly there, but some people have to pay like several grand to get there. So it's not exactly open to the world. Yeah. Yeah, no. Plus, you have to be where it's um, just American teams. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's funny, yeah. isn't it? World champions when it's just an American thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're very patriotic, you know? You've got to love them. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the it's it's really well run at the finals. I'm not sure when it's happening, but yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. This, the person who won it last time was 12 or 13 years old. These kids just can wow. hyper tap like oh. nothing else. It's crazy. Mm. I actually would feel better be about watching. Sorry, going, Sean. Sorry. Uh, I'd feel better about getting beaten by a kid than I would by an adult at most video games because you just know, like, they've been playing since they could, before they could walk sometimes. And 
they are have the capacity to learn and they have the twitch like muscles and stuff like they don't yeah. they haven't been beaten down by life like the rest of us yet <laughs> <laughs> they're not holding the world on their shoulders yeah exactly the one thing they have to worry about is like clearing four lines in a game of tetris so it's like all right mm -hmm. like, <laughs> take that kids yeah fair enough <laughs> yeah so that's basically i was gonna uh, say matt me. um yeah you'd be you'd be watching the championship as well right should be but i haven't so far Oh. Um, I mean, the best I can say is like I'm, I'm watching like there's a channel where Game Scout and he does the like, yeah. previews and and summaries and all that stuff. Yeah, you but don't really need like... to watch more than that though. He's like the the sports center or the you know the sports tonight of Tetris kind yeah. of <laughs> recaps everything. So I've just been watching the it's there's a. YouTube channel CTWC Archives and they put the full brackets up because all the brackets have been played so the finals are set and I don't think I'll watch all of those just some of the players maybe that I like mm. and I skip through the level 18 for most things and then watch like the when it comes down like the head-to-head -head part at the end like that's the most exciting when the stuff that these guys could do is just ridiculous mm. and it used to be a kill screen when you'd get to level 29 where it'd be like seen as humanly impossible to play, but it's not anymore. It's uh, yeah, they it's call crazy. it the thrill screen kind of, cause you can last a few more levels. And when it comes down to a game where someone's down by like 20,000 and they have to just clear singles and doubles on the kill screen, thrill screen, they uh, that's really exciting. And with the commentators and everything getting really into it, yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's mm. almost as cool as chanting books and uh, listening to <laughs> music. Almost. Not quite. Yeah, almost. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what can be? <laughs> you could change it to blocks for Tetris. Blocks. Good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they should just, when you get to the thrill screen, that's when the red alert music comes oh, on. During yeah, yeah, there you go. go. <laughs> Hell yeah. That really hype up the crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. Well, uh, who should we send it over to? With the little well, light I think trio. we should uh, send it over to Mike. What's Mike been up to recently? Right, yeah. Last couple of weeks, I may have been um, put up with Scott Tiller from the Pixel Pie podcast. And he's a, oh, yeah. He rents out a room at a local library near his place and sets it up with the projector Speaking screens of books. in there. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literal nerds at a library playing games. Did you see Neil in the library just running around? Yeah, just in the jelly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can't take those, sir. <laughs> They're all mine. <laughs> but no, I didn't see Neil there. Um, yeah, it was my turn to bring the uh, the hardware or some of the hardware and software. So I took my old 40-inch Sony Bravia and my PS2. And for the first time I'd ever used it was that um, Sony PlayStation 1 flight stick that I bought a few Sean. Hey, yeah, buddy. Giant grey thing. Oh, mate. So, yeah. Yeah, how so is it? Got, yeah, absolutely awesome. Put on Air oh, Combat 2. Because um, I didn't test it before I sold it to you. That's good. <laughs> Worked perfect, man. It's, it's oh. really smooth and it's just changed, like changes the whole feel of the game. It's completely different to playing with the DualShock. Like, it's, Hell yeah. it's, it's awesome. 
so yeah, had a good good go on that. Um, got some Music 2000 going on the day as well. So that was playing some of my <laughs> tunes I made back when I was, I don't know, oh. uh, 16 or oh, 17. Um, what was your DJ cheesy. name? DJ Chick Tunes or something. Oh, what was it? Yeah. No, the, the song was called Chitechno, but that's Chitechno, the that's right. Chitechno yeah. oh. was the name of the <laughs> song. That's the one of two I lost off the um, memory card. That's, that's the, ah, that's so. right. Yeah, it's gone. Um, I, I don't know what the DJ name was. I can't, can't remember what it was. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, one of the guys there pulled out a PS4, his PS4 Pro inside a, like a soft suitcase and it has a screen inside of it. It's like a portable uh, damn holy crap. PS4 thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and so we were nice. playing... Um, yeah, we were playing Tony Hawk's 2 remaster on that. Sweet. Nice. We had a mini, 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 comp, mini comp between us. And nice, man. Gold, I got the golden 3D printed skateboards. So that was pretty stoked. Oh, Ooh. sick. <laughs> Scott printed that out. Hey, he's got a 3D printer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Shout out like to pure gold. Mr. Tiller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, um, good on you. Nice one. Yeah. Who did you use? Who's your character of choice? Oh, we just Tony chose Hawks. the... the I, I think we all went running my one. We're just going Rodney Mullen, just uh, you know, Rodney playing field. Yeah. Rodney Rude. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, apart from that, I've been playing a lot at home. Uh, mostly at Netherworld in the last few weeks. Yeah. So chasing my Gallagher 1.5 million, which is still in construction. Um, crazy Taxi. <laughs> oh, so I've got two new PBs in Crazy Taxi. And that is because, and it's by like, the first PB was by six grand and the next was by 10, 10 grand. Um, they had a, a dude, I don't know his actual name. Uh, he goes by Zigstar and he's like a crazy taxi demon living in Brisbane. He's, I think his PB is $93,000 or something. Wow. He's, 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 yeah, he's, he was going for world records the other uh, two weeks ago. Mm. Um, and as they went to set up for the world record, they realized that the crazy taxi machine has been set on hard. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, the whole and world records, mine. yeah, and world record settings is just like regular or easy. I don't know which oh, one, wow. was. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I, my previous PB was, um, I think 6,000 and something, and then I jumped on and got 11,000 in my first go. Wow. Uh, wow. Difficulty settings, I'm in, it's wow. pin time, yeah, it's time to get game, pin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they said it's they're awesome. not going to change the pin score either. Jimmy said. Oh, really? The pin score yeah. is only like three and a half or 3,750 or something, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. maybe now the one of the if, easiest ones. Even I'll be able to get that. Right. You pick up a passenger, you get like 106 seconds to take them anywhere. It's, oh, it's, sweet. <laughs> it's, wow. it's awesome. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Does that mean Gary, who plays a lot of Crazy Taxi, that whole time with his crazy scores were on the really hard difficulty? Yep. So he's yeah. He could be in the run of the world record too, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Potentially, because um, apparently this guy who's going for it, he uses like the cheat to get the other like the the not cheat car, but like there's a ritual. The ritual, yeah. Don't say cheat. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Good good call. Um. So Gary doesn't use the ritual. So um. If, if Gary used the ritual, I think he would have like a, his score would increase again. So like if it's on easy and then he uses yeah. the ritual, he would have quite a good chance of, um, yeah, going for it himself. Yeah, right. Do it. Shout out to you, Gary Eldershaw, mate. Do it. Make Netherworld proud. 
But also, was it Zigster? Zigster. Yeah. I, I don't know him, but I'm sure he's a good bloke. So shout out to you too, mate. <laughs> I've, got it, I've got him on um, on Instagram. Oh, nice. Just a question in regards to Gallagher, Mike. Um, you said you're, you're going for a PB of 1.5 or you're aiming for 1.5. How far away are you from achieving that, do you think? Um, given that I only play when I go to Netherworlds, I'll have one or two credits when I'm there, which is maybe once a week or twice a week if I'm lucky. It's, it's pretty slow going. I'm not... I'm not practicing at home. I'm not using main. I just prefer to play it on the arcade machine. So I'm mm -hmm. currently at 1.3 mil is my best. And um, I've had a couple of over 1 million points games in the last uh, two or three months. So I can steadily get up there. It's just keeping that momentum going and keeping the concentration going. And I've got to learn how to take, I haven't started taking breaks playing yet. Mm -hmm. So I want to try and get a break in every 15 minutes, um, have it running on two player. And have the first player set aside with a, with a BUA on the side so you can just set it and have a break, have a pee, grab a beer. Yep. Right. Um, is that so yeah, legal so if you're going for a record? Is that part of? I'm not sure. Yeah. So I think it is. is it, yeah. Um, you can only park it for 10 minutes, I believe, but yeah. you can have a break. Wow. That makes um, it so much more manageable, hey, to do like a marathon or a long game. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just knowing the, um, the track. So, um, that information about parking your ship wasn't available when uh, Phil Day broke the world record um, back in 2009. So, um, but yeah, since then they've worked out this um, to park the ship. So, like, you, you just um, have to put it in a certain area and just have one particular enemy on the screen. And um, yeah, they can just leave the game. So, yeah. Mm. yeah, that's it. Yeah. If you leave one B, which is on the furthest far right or furthest far left, and if the bee's on the right, you can park your ship on the left and its missiles will never, never hit you. So you can just sit there on the left and just spin oh. around. The bee will come down and miss you. And that's, that's your break, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's... In your face, bee. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nice one. Yeah. Um, how about yourself, Neil? What have you been up to these days? Yeah, so um, I've had a couple of new boards and, and new PBs lately. So... Um, I've recently picked up a, a ladybug board, which is a board I've been chasing for a little while now. So um, got that off a uh, mate, Johnny Bond. Um, so looking forward to checking that out. Um, and I also yeah. got um, two 1942 PCBs. Uh, one of them's faulty uh, and the other one boots, but it's still faulty as well. So yeah, one's completely not booting and, and the other one's faulty. But um, yeah, looking forward to to looking at those a bit more closely. Seeing the idea can... to sort of yeah swap components and get one working board or? Um, well, I've got it like, unfortunately like my knowledge of boards, it isn't good in regards to repair. Um, so I'd love to get both of them up and running, but you know, um, it's good that I've been able to pick up two genuine boards of the same game. Cause mm. like you said, Hopefully, at least I can get one out of it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, pretty stoked with that because yeah, Ladybug and 1942 are uh, games that I really, really love. So, um, yeah, stoked about that. Um, in, in regards to playing, um, I, I broke my Donkey Kong PB uh, recently. Oh, I nice. a little bit, but I've got 600K on that. Mm. So, Awesome. Finally made 600, yeah, buddy. 600 club. 
So, um, yeah, stoked about that, even though like it was only a little bit over my PV, but um, that uh, I was stuck at like 590 for like over 12 months now. So um, mm. I've been purposely not smashing Donkey Kong because I, I just get over it and I'll just leave it. Mm. So I've, I've, I've decided like, if I before I play Circus Charlie, I'll just put in one credit and see how it goes. So that could be like a 80k game, or it could be a 500 game. But um, mm. um, doing it that way, I've been able to like sustain some really good um, progress there. So I've been getting consistent 500k games off, off the one credit. Um, so yeah, really awesome. really stoked about that. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, fingers crossed it can actually turn into a, a kill screen because I'll probably never play the game after that. <laughs> That's um, what they all say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, true. Yeah, it's like a drug, isn't it? Just, uh, I think for you, though, that. I think you will, though, like because you've proven with other games that you finish it and you move on. Walk away. I don't think yeah. you're going to yeah. go for mill or whatever, unless you want to, man, but... No, I'd, I'd be comfortable with a kill screen and then just practicing before Kong off. Um, yeah, that comes around each year. So, um, yeah, I, I've got no kind of interest in in spending my nights just slogging a game, trying to get my creep my score up. Um, mm. I'm not too interested in that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, besides that, I'm, um, I've been really focusing on Circus Charlie, um, and I've had a good opportunity this week to to really knuckle down. So. Um, I've taken my score, I've had like a, a lot of PBs with that lately. Um, so I've taken my scores when I'm about from 650 to uh, got a new PB the other night on the Game of the System Discord and uh, uh, I've got 900k. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Uh, max out is like 999,990. Yeah, so, so close um, now. Yeah, it was, it was oh, man. really fun. It was a it was really good. Uh, that I was there for that to watch it live. It yeah. was awesome, man. I was like, oh shit, he's gonna do it. I'm gonna Yeah, gonna it, was, it. It, was a, it was really cool to stream on, on just the game system discord. And like mm. there was it was a busy night. Um there was about if well, like the, the noise felt like 10 people. Um yeah. there's there um, about eight of us, I think, uh, that were on yeah. one. Yeah. So um I got I think I said at some point where I'm like, this could be it or something. Yeah. And a couple of people must have tuned into my channel. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of background like like there was yeah. a lot of talk in the chat. <laughs> it was like but because it was so many it was, people, like it was just it was, fucking it was, conversations flying left, right, and center. It, it, it was mainly from one person. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I mainly heard Blair talk about how he was going to shut up now, like about yeah. <laughs> And he almost um, did, but then he did. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. almost did, but then he did. Um, but, um, <laughs> just having, you know, like, um, uh, you know, I, I particularly remember um, Dennis and, and Sean um, and Blair, um, you know, were, were encouraging me to, to keep on going. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, it was, it was, it, it definitely amped me up for it. And um, yeah, I, I loved every moment of it. But um, yeah, I've been thinking about it a lot today because it was it was really close to, oh, to a max out. Um, yeah, yeah. So to, okay. to get that close and not not actually uh, uh, drink from the well, um, there's a bit like it's a bit of 
bitter taste today, but um, yeah, it's definitely got me spurred mm-hmm. on to, to play some more. Yeah, next next Friday, smash. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. That brings up an interesting question. What what do you do what in your previous big accomplishments in gaming? What do you do directly after to celebrate? Do you have a beer? Do you oh. like? Run watch, around, watch some, you know, watch some watch chanting some books, food, or... maybe. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Head around yeah. to Sean's place. Head around to Sean's, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. is that a mum joke? <laughs> sure. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Rule does not buddy. want to celebrate with you, mate. She told me. <laughs> Cigarettes. Yeah, that's what she um, told you. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've got to watch it, man, because, like, um, last time I... Like, so, Kirsten Goblins took me a long time to get, and um, I I always celebrate, and it's always relieving at the time. So, like, I, I usually just have a beer. Um, I was at Netherworld, which is awesome, because I had all my mates around oh, yeah, and stuff. Right. And, and um, it, was a, it was a really good vibe there. Um, but... Um, it's funny. It doesn't take long before you get a bit of like an emptiness once yeah. you finish the goal that you've been working on for so long. You know, all of a sudden, oh, way like, to bring that us can down, be like a, a pretty. Sorry, <laughs> way to bring us down. <laughs> oh, sorry. How do you celebrate? I get nice and empty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, like, um... I get really depressed. Um, <laughs> sorry, mate. Yeah, nice. No, sorry, I know um, what you mean. But no, yeah, I know sorry. what you mean. When, when you're well. working on something for so long and, and you finish mm. it, it's kind of like a what's next. Yeah, I've done that. What do yep. I do now? Mm. Sort of thing. Yeah. 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 So you've filled so much of your you've, you've filled so much of your life or mind space with this goal. And mm. then you get there and then it's like, uh, okay, now exactly. what? Exactly. Yeah. What yeah, happens yeah. now? What's the next um, And it didn't change the world. It, it didn't, you know. Um, <laughs> make this huge big difference in your life or anything like that it's just mm. time goes on um yeah so yeah can't, i've been can't be like that yeah so like uh, yeah didn't mean to get everyone gloomy but uh, <laughs> yeah it's, um, it's uh it's a bit We're of like a, yeah so he um, goes to the bathtub but, and cries mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. so we <laughs> yeah I did it. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> now I have to play Rally X. <laughs> um, no, but um, so but um, shorts, yeah, short answer a beer is how I celebrate. <laughs> Very Aussie, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd, I've only done one big accomplishment, which is the kill screen, and I had a dinner to go to right after. And I did have a beer, oh. so yeah, that would be. So you go, so you go to night. dinner every time you um, do something huge. Yeah, nice. Yeah, true. Hundred percent rate of going to dinner. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. I do <laughs> nice seafood good. dinner. <laughs> yeah, I guess when I get the uh, if I do the Tetris Max out, maybe I'll I don't know do some go math or something. Just go wild. Get <laughs> <laughs> up, get up, Amsterdam if you can. Yeah. 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 I'll just run around and drink coffee, of course. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing intense. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, they've got great cafes. Yeah, yeah, the good yeah. herbal coffees. They're quite good. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's that, that's been me. So, yeah.
DeVito, mate. What's going on in old, your neck of the woods, champion? Old, I am old. I'm 39. I am old. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, what have I been doing? Um, I'd, uh, there was a lot, a bit of studying um, for like, just end of semester was around and I'm still sort of studying for my degree. So got all my assessments out the way, which is fucking great. So I can like just chill. And um, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's good. Uh, that's kind of oh, the yeah. main thing that I've been focusing on. Apart from that, uh, what else? Um, there's been uh, just a couple of Cabra stores, um, new pickup recently. So yesterday... I picked up a um, uh, what's the uh, scramble scramble, um, scramble cab, which was um, yeah uh, again our good friend Johnny um, had the was about to put the cab on on marketplace and contacted me just before he put it on. Actually, he contacted me as he put it on. He said he got flooded with offers, but then he's like, "Oh man, I, I should have asked Dennis if you wanted it." And then, <laughs> so then um, uh, oh yeah, got got oh my god, I can't believe this. Uh, so I, I spoke to Johnny and he he, he took it off um, Marketplace, which I'm sure upset like a bunch of people that were already trying to like pick the cab up. So I went around and got that uh, same day, uh, sorry, next day. And um, yeah, and yeah, terrible weather for it, by the way. I beat the, I beat this huge storm like, you know, yesterday we had oh, that, uh, right. that yeah, torrential oh. downpour. So would have been a bit of a scramble. Oh, <laughs> It actually really was. Um, <laughs> so, Sorry. So yeah, beat the rain by like thirty seconds because old old cabs and rain probably not the best sort of combination. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. So in uh, in and dry and safe and sound, just in the process of doing that, and um, I got sort of sidetracked with that tonight before we started this podcast, and that's why we were late to it. So hey me um uh, the 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 heli fire project is still going on so um i would take you around the corner with the camera to see it if um it reached um further enough but it doesn't so you know um maybe we can um at this point put a little couple photos of progress yeah yeah do a montage i I could do a i could do like a powerpoint style slideshow for everybody Oh, yeah. there you go. Nice. With, with clip art and all sorts of stuff. A QUT uh, presentation. Yes. <laughs> Sponsored by they're, QUT. They're, they're, they're really good to me. They're good to me. Um, yeah, um, scores I've been chasing. Uh, oh, um, Final Fight. I nearly, uh, nearly one CC'd that. So um, I started playing that again as the, um, as the game of the month last month for Game of System Discord. Did... Um, did pretty well, and I've got a PB of two and a Did half. Did very mil. well. So yeah, I was pretty happy. Oh, yeah. So about sort of nine tenths of the way there. It's just like the last part of the game is really fucking hard. So we'll see how we go. Um, no that promises. Game is brutal. Just yeah, it's hor- Once it's you've seen that thing, is just <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would never even bother trying because it's, it's been. Just, I don't think that game was ever developed for one CC. It's ridiculous. Nah, nah, not at all. It's crazy. Um, yeah, so like uh, it's it's something that I'd been working on on and off since um, probably 2019 when it was the um, one up arcade um, boss fight um, machine. So uh, for those uh, for those of us listening the podcast who don't know what that is one up arcade uh, here for us in Queensland run this or used to run this contest called boss fight where the owner of the arcade would set a score on a machine and. Um, it had run uh, like a like a bounty sort of system where 
uh, it would jackpot month, uh, sorry, weekly until uh, with a cash prize until somebody beat the uh, the high score that was set on the cabin. So um, I think Final Fight sat there for uh, about nine months. I reckon um, it was almost a, almost a year. Nobody could beat the score because um, it's um, it's Steve Holmes, owner of One Up, that that sets the score, and Steve's crazy at uh, those kinds of games, and he's crazy at every game. I know, yeah, yeah. 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 One one handed out zone for instance, mm-hmm. just yeah, nuts. Um, um, so it took me a while to get there, and that's sort of what got me on the path to playing Final Fight a bit more. Um, yeah, so I'm almost there now, and so it was just uh, playing the game sort of off and on for a couple of years, and um, yeah, now it's kind of nice to be so close to it. So yeah, hopefully that happens soon. Um, then back to Donkey Kong after that. Woohoo! Yeah. Cool. Yeah, don't, don't hurry back to it too fast, mate. <laughs> yeah, I won't. What was but, what uh, was the score that Steve set on Final Fight at that time? If you, sorry, uh, if you did say it already, I think it was one point two mil or something like that. It's easy um, for you for, now for the boss fight. Yeah, it was really you, hard at that point. I, I, feel, I felt like yeah. I'd um, like I'd climbed like I just climbed Everest when I got that score that time. I think. I did that during Battle of the Arcades as well um, that uh, year. In, in that was one of the games. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then you get you get money and a trophy, right? So. Yeah, yeah. So I got the bounty that's that so day. So cool, and, man. Um, How much yeah, was the bounty, was, if you don't mind? It, it jackpotted to five hundred bucks. I think it goes Ooh, to that, shit. and that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, awesome, man. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah, I I gave most of it back to the arcade though. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just, uh, you know, you have yeah, to pay no, tax just, on that, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, undeclared. Actually, maybe you do. No, I think prize. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I remember uh, prize winnings are tax uh, exempt. I think. I'm, I'm sure that the arcade handled that. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, All above board. Yeah. yeah. Um, apart from that, I don't know. Just uh, yeah. Apart from pottering around, repairing cabs, and working on high scores that's pretty much it um yeah nice. any any more nice. super mario maker uh, levels from henry other oh, there always is man yep um, just <laughs> that's so cool it's, man you've, it's you've usually cre- like, you've created uh, this human this like just this thing that delivers mario games to you to play <laughs> it's pretty, pretty pretty amazing yeah so if you guys yeah. my son sort of um had pretty much commandeered the switch we bought it for me and um it ended up in the hands of henry boy and now he's just sort of gone to his own with um with mario maker so he makes levels and usually when i'm trying to study uh come in and i feel <laughs> a tap on my shoulder and they see oh. this switch come up next to me <laughs> dad i made you oh a level to God. play I'm like cool mate so we'd sit down and play that that level and yeah i'd go and i'd beat it within a couple of goes and he'd get really cranky that i beat his level so he'd go back <laughs> and make it harder and come back in an hour and just, yeah, yeah make all this this crazy shit in it and um yeah, then I'd find it. I'd find a way through it, and yeah, it just sort of goes from there. So he's been continually making me more challenging levels. So we'll see how we go. Wow, Henry Eventually Miyamoto. What I can't do. Yeah, it's, cool. yeah, it's pretty That's... cool. I just, I don't, I don't know if he saves the levels. Like, I don't know if Mario Maker, you, you have to actually like. There's something you have to do to save them online, but I'd, uh, I'd love to be able to share them so other people can play them because yeah, For some sure. of the, some ones he makes are pretty creative, man. They're really good. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's me. Um... 
go That's, from here? Yeah, um, Neil. So, big dog, what's up on the? Uh, you had a. You yeah, had Neil's the like the leader. Yeah, so yeah, um, I'll leader. just shoot it to you straight away, Mark. I suppose um, in regards to to BK because I think it's it's too big of a yeah, opportunity us. to talk about that. Tell, so. us, tell us about this special thing. Yeah, sure. So, and I can probably throw over to John here and there as well because John's helping out. Um, so, a friend of mine, Roger. Um, he's he's been an operator in um, New South Wales for God knows how long now, maybe 15, 20 years, um, operating pinball machines, operating oh. arcade machines, pool tables, all that kind of stuff in all over Sydney and New South Wales. He's been doing it for a very long time. He was doing annual uh, pinball tournaments for well over 10 years, so... You know, one of the he's been around for a long time, basically, and uh, his his real job, besides operating games, was always and and I always get this wrong, and he picks me up on it. But from what I understand, he's he's basically an events manager in bars and pubs, oh. and um, as well as running the bar and all that kind of stuff. So various Sydney bars and pubs he would be working in organizing events, etc. Um, he used to be the licensee in the Newtown Hotel in Newtown. Um, and he had heaps of pinball machines there as well. That's where Z-Ball kicked off, which is his, his business, his operating business. Um, so yeah, he's been doing that for a long time. And, and his dream was to no longer have to do work as in bar management. Um, and have the operating thing as a side thing, but actually run his own bar arcade, basically. Um, so in the last couple of years, I've been in conversation with him and he's been getting really close and now he's managed to find a location. Um, he's set it mostly all the way up at the moment. So he's, it, it's almost there. Um, and he's, he's named it Beercade, so the name of it is Beercade. He's got that trademark internationally as well, so he's spent the, the big dollars to get that locked down. Um, so, yeah, he's, awesome. uh, he's built it up. He's almost got it there to the point where it's opening to the public. It's in Redfern in Sydney, absolute amazing location. It's on the corner of sort of a main um, public thoroughfare uh, there's a lot of people that walk past all the time and are just staring in the windows and saying, you know, when are you opening? When are you opening? When are you opening? Um, That's so, so cool. an amazing location across the road from the train station as well. So you can literally get off at, the, at Redburn tra train station, walk less than a minute just through a little mall sort of thing. And there you are at um, Beercade. Uh, it's got... I can't remember exactly the amount, but it's about 25, 30 pinball machines. It's probably got about, John, maybe you've got a better idea, probably 15 arcade machines, something like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's definitely definitely over 10. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what so there's what, a... What arcade machines are in there at the moment? Um, so... As part of that, just, just before I talk about which, which games, um, he sort of talked to me to, to handle the arcade side of things. He wanted to do the pinball stuff. 
Um, but of course, he's got a couple of his own games in there. He's got like Daytona, um, Time Crisis 2, you know, those really big ones. Mm. Um, but he didn't want to do the management of, uh, you know, your normal arcade machines, your stand-up machines or, or cocktail or whatever. So he talked to me to, to manage that side of things. But I also, you know, full disclosure, I sort of had a little small investment into the business as well. So I've got a little bit of a stake in it, but it's a very small stake. So, you know, it, it's all Roger's work. Um, and so I've put in, I think it's, how many arcade machines have I got in there at the moment? I think it's eight. Um, so I've got a new Astro City, which at the moment has Rainbow Islands. Um, Rainbow Islands you'll never see anywhere. It's super rare. Um, I've got a normal Astro City, which has Raiden 2. Oh, I've got a <laughs> Naomi Universal, which will have Monkey Ball, um, the arcade version. But I went to play that. Yeah, that's super rare as well. And it's got the banana, the big banana joystick. Awesome. That you can wrap a kebab around. <laughs> it's a kebab. You know. <laughs> Get your kebabs out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, it was funny actually because I just bought that cab and got it all set up and running um, a day before we were doing our private sort of soft opening event the chassis died um, the monitor oh. chassis so mm. uh, there was nothing I could do other than just pull the chassis out and send it off to WA to Jermac um, to get that repaired and that had to be down for the night sadly because I still haven't even played that game I still haven't played Monkey Ball on Arcade. So <laughs> close, but no cigar. Um, I've got a Dynamo in there. Um, so that's your classic sort of Street Fighter 2 USA style cabinet. But I've stripped that back and um, themed that up as a Ghouls and Ghosts. So it looks like a dedicated Ghouls and Ghosts. Oh, cool. um, but I've actually chucked Final Fight in there. And the reason why I've done that is because Ghouls and Ghosts, obviously I love it. But it's a brutally hard game. So I don't think anyone would really chuck much money into it. So I've chucked Final Fight into that Bills and Ghosts cab. I've got a dedicated Mortal Kombat 2, the USA Mortal Kombat 2. Um, sadly, that game had been working for years and years, nonstop, my absolute 100% reliable machine. Two weeks before I moved it into Beercade, it died. And I still yes. haven't figured out what's wrong with it. It's just <laughs> dead. There's no power going to it, and I can't understand what's going on. All the fuses are working. Um, yeah, it's just bizarre. Um, mm -hmm. Dedicated Mortal Kombat 1. That's a Australian LAI Mortal Kombat 1. And strangely, I've got Street Fighter 2 in there because I feel like if Mortal Kombat 2 was working, that's a Mortal Kombat game. You don't need two Mortal Kombat games. So. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I threw Street Fighter 2 into the Mortal Kombat 1. You've got to have then, Street Fighter 2. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the moment yeah. I popped that board in there and got that cab up and running, uh, and you hear those elephants doing their thing in the Dalsing yeah. stage, you're like, <laughs> now it sounds like an arcade. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the elephants are really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like an arcade now. Yeah. How, how does that work out button-wise? Does it a six-button cat? Yeah, but I've got a... I've modified the control panel, so it's um, it's six yeah. buttons each controller yeah, rather right. than five. Yeah. 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 Um, nice. And I've also got an outrun in there as well, a stand-up outrun. 
Um, and again, another game you'll never see anywhere, super rare, um, awesome. hard to get hold of, and also a very hard board to keep running. I, <laughs> yeah, right. I've set that fucking thing off to the UK to get repaired three times now, and each time it costs about a thousand bucks to do it. Oh, um, God. Jesus. Yeah. And uh, probably a couple of months before it got moved into BK, the graphics started screwing up. And the a couple of days before our soft opening for Beercade, I thought I fixed the problem. We wiggled the connector on the board and you could see the graphics go in and out. So what I was wiggling on the board was actually causing the screen to do the graphic issues. So we thought, great, we know what the problem is. It's, it's the connector. So we repinned the connector, we popped it on, it was working perfect. And then the next day it went back to the graphics being fucked again. Uh. So... I don't know. Yeah. Um, wow. But anyway, that, that game's there, and I'm sure we'll get it up and running pretty soon. Um, John, you've got a couple in there. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, um, <clears throat> I've got three video arcades and one pinball, which I wasn't expecting to put any pinball in there. I only own one pinball machine. Um, <clears throat> and it's the Shadow, and we just happen to be talking one night with Baker Snark, Mark Williams. Um, and I think I mentioned it and he's like, oh, are you going to take that to BK? And I'm like, uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Roger owns so many pinball machines. I've just assumed like, you know, why mm. would he need it? And he's like, oh, he doesn't own a shadow. He might use it. I'm like, oh, okay. So I talked to Roger and Roger's like, oh, I'm not sure what I want to do yet. Maybe... And then I left it for a couple of weeks and I was like, so what do you think? And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't know. And I'm like, and then I left it for a bit longer. And then it was getting close to the day we were moving all the machines in. And I was like, look, you know, you want this or not? Be, it'd be helpful for me because, you know, I've only got three, three machines in there. And, um, you know, I mean, I'm not, not wanting to make money, but I'm hopefully not going to lose money out of the situation. So you know, the more machines, the better for me. So I was like, what if I bring it? You can have a look at it. And if you don't want it, I'll just take it home. Um, which wasn't a big, wasn't that much of a big deal to do because we've got the truck and it's just one yeah. machine mm. out of like 20 machines that we'll move in the day. So, um, so yeah, I took it over there and and it stayed there. <laughs> and so it's, it's there now with all the pinball machines. I had to fix a few things on it. Um, and... Uh, it was, I mean, it's a pinball machine, so they're so much more complex than video arcades in terms mm. of mechanical. Yeah. Oh man, stuff. so much more that can go wrong. Yeah, out. yeah. So, um, so you know, and of course, you think you've got it perfect, and then you play it a bit, and something else screws up on it, and that happened probably about three times as I was <laughs> trying to get it prepared to to be operated. So, but I think it's in in pretty good shape now and and working well. Mm. Um, so that's there, the Shadow, um, which is an awesome game. I, I've had, I've only ever owned one pin at a time, uh, but I've sold it and bought different games. I think about four times. And out of all the games that I've had, I think it's the one that I think I would hold on to. Um, I can't imagine really ever getting rid of it. It's, I mean, not everyone has the same opinion, but. I just find it really fun to play. I think it's 
it's the rules are, are relatively simple, but it's challenging. It's that classic thing of like easy to learn, but difficult to master. Um, mm. It's a great yeah. game. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. That's probably um, the best type so, of penny to have in a, um, in a bar, right? Because you get a lot of just uh, normals, you know, not people who are obsessed with it. Like <laughs> the normies. Us. The norm. Yeah, the normies. The, the guys punters. that don't chant about books. <laughs> Um, <laughs> playing um so if it's easy to play and you get like a decent you know a couple of minutes out of your credit and you're more likely to put another credit in and keep going yeah yeah yeah. Awesome. yeah it's definitely not like i mean a lot of sterns now they're just trying to kill you instantly and uh i think that's yeah. something that they learned like later on that, that they just wanted to try and kill you as instantly as possible <laughs> take your money move on um yeah, so I think it's a bit it's a bit nicer like that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So that and and for the video arcades, I've got an NBA Jam four player. It's not nice. tournament edition, unfortunately, but uh, you know, it's still fun. Um, Gotta have it. Sweet. Oh yeah. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Um, the amount of people, the amount of people that stare through the the windows. Because again, it's still closed to the public at the moment. So they stare oh, yeah. through the windows and they Everyone's keep just... looking at NBA Jam. And there's yeah, actually yeah. one guy who's come along and he said, I'm going to set the world record on that oh, as wow. soon as you guys open. And I don't even know if you can what set world the world record, record on that. But, you know, how do you set a world record? Do you, do you like, do you, do you speed run it or something? Um, I think I it goes no by how many can, wins. Because the, like, the yeah. games are timed and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it goes by how many wins. So you okay. can have like a. Um, you can how many wins you could get yeah. like, a winning streak, but I'm not sure. Like I haven't looked into it or anything. Mm. Yeah, that's, I think he's just a normie that doesn't really understand. He just wants yeah, to, yeah. you know, he, he's going to cool, be the best though. in the world. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, on, maybe, it's kinda, maybe he's it's, a beast. It's, um, it's really cool that you've got. Um, even even though I'm guessing like um, yourself and Roger probably haven't advertised or anything yet about uh, about no. the opening of it that. It's still great that, like, based on the location that you've got, you've got people there, like, fogging up the windows, ready to come yep. in. Like, that's pretty yep. amazing. So it's very it's, positive it's, for a start. Yeah, it's crazy. Every time I'm there, there's just so many people going past and just wanting to come in. Um, <laughs> a couple of crazy people as well, but, you know, you get that. It's in me. <laughs> that's right. If, they, if they, they're still If they're still dropping money in the pinballs and the arcades and buying drinks, then, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Let all the rabbitos support us in. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but John uh, also has you have um, Metal Slug Three in your yeah. new Astro. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, actually, before you, we go on, I'll just I was just looking up on Twin Galaxies NBA Jam, and this is on this is a Super Nintendo edition. So I don't know if there's a track on arcades for the same thing, but they're calling it biggest blowout. The rules are basically uh, how many points you win the game by. So, oh right, okay, um, mm. yeah. So if you win twenty to two, your score is eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. And and so the top, well, <laughs> okay. So there's a Game Boy track for Tournament Edition, and the top is a hundred and seven points. Holy crap! Yeah, that's a lot. But a on the Super Nintendo, it's thirty three. Hmm. That's, oh, that's a lot yeah, that, that's a tough game to because it's got a lot of rubber banding, I believe, for the uh, yeah. AI. 
Yeah, so, actually, there's a setting I noticed in in the settings, which I think you can turn that off. Oh, so good. for for yeah. like tournaments and stuff. Although if it's if it's a player tournament, it wouldn't. Oh no, it does still matter because it changes the stats. Um, ah, I mean, okay. the main thing is you just want to get on fire, basically. Well, and try and hold yeah. that. Yeah, just like I know, real life. I know. I don't know if it's a port or if it's the arcade version. Um, but there's like an unmissable three. Like if you shoot a three from a certain spot, just hit it um, every time. Really? You hit it every time. I think oh, it's really? the very top right hand corner. Oh if really? You're going to right of screen. Uh, but yeah, it, that might be on one of the ports and not the arcade. But yeah, it'll be okay. it'll be cool to look into. Sweet. I, I yeah. heard that uh, the programmers um, they made the team that they are uh, that they supported because I think they're American. Um, yeah, they they like buffed them like crazy. They were OP <laughs> in the game. It was. I, I think it was, I think it was um, Detroit, maybe. Yeah, the the Pistons because mm. they had a rivalry with Chicago with the, with the Bulls. Is, yeah, I can't yeah. remember what it was. One of those docos on on. Uh, I don't know where I store it, but I'm guessing you've watched the same thing where yeah. they talked to the programmers and because they were supporters and, and they had this rivalry. It was something like when the Pistons played against Chicago in the fourth quarter, they would get a massive boost to their stats or something like that. It was there's some like very specific <laughs> set of circumstances. Um, yeah. Super cool. Awesome. Yeah. Also, um, if you put the creator's uh, initials in, I think it lets you play as them they, oh, they right, like okay. the people oh, yeah. who programmed it as well which is really cool mm -hmm. yeah cool um so sorry back on back to your cabs there john mm -hmm. um the metal Slug three is that just on a on a one slot or is it on a like a, a neo geo four slot or yeah no just a one slot um in the in the new astro city um yeah, yeah but I think pretty, pretty. I mean, it'd be cool if we had a four slot, but they're actually pretty expensive. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I've never seen one in an Astro City before. That'd be interesting. Mm. There's no reason we couldn't do it. Uh, we'd have to put a button somewhere for the game switch, but yeah. 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 But it sounds like everything's original. And yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, no, no maim, no. What about LCDs and CRTs? You know the big. Well, there is. Um, yeah. There's still a couple of Pandora um, multi cabs floating mm -hmm. about in Beercade, but most of them are sold. Um, Roger's been selling them off. Um, basically, uh -huh. he threw those in to fill gaps whilst we're you know getting everything like set up and the machines yeah. coming in. Yeah, because our goal sense. is to. Um, yeah have all OG cabs. Um, That's super cool. But, but yeah, there's Pandora's in there, but all of them all of them have been sold except for one. I, I kind of don't mind the idea of just having one there as long as we have a space that, you know, is free for the moment. Um, just yeah. because when someone comes in and they want that one game, at yeah. least they can dial it up and, and play it, even if it will be shit on the LCD. But, you know. Oh, for sure. And for The normies won't know. Yeah, yeah, that will be arcades and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think oh, it's yeah. really cool that um, another entry into the Battle of the Arcades. Oh yeah, yeah. they're definitely yeah. doing that. Maybe Sweet. you'll finally <laughs> be a worthy opponent. You know. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> God, I sound um, like a dick, don't I? 
Nah. I mean, oh, it, was, it was super close last time between <laughs> um, Netherworld and uh, Spaces, right? It's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Spaces were, were, came second. They, uh, they got a good team happening there. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. I um, mean, I wasn't there. So, I, well, you know. uh, yeah, they had a few train uh, and things uh, up, up to Womba Way. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they did really well. So, it was, it was great to, um, there was a couple of new players that came out, like that Leal yeah, was there and uh, it, Johnny yeah. Bond went up for him. So, Leal driver. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, that was awesome. I, I blame our I blame our dismal eighty nine performance on um me being brutally hungover oh, the second oh, that's day. Right. Mm. Uh, I couldn't play. <laughs> oh wow. I think we I think we figured out that was food poisoning, did we not? Yeah, yeah sure, it probably pretty, was. Pretty sure that you taking like a uh, a kebab out of the fridge that you bought last night and then ate the next morning um would uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was probably that, a bad idea. Have that effect. Yeah. It sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, well, I when you hung over. That way at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lessons were learned. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just, really. just before we um, get off topic too much, I, I just want to say that uh, I, I really think that's awesome that um, oh, yeah. Beercade's got its own library of games. Like um, mm. there's a lot of those titles that you just mentioned that you wouldn't see anywhere else um, mm. yeah. within yeah. all the bars that are opening up and barcades opening up in Perth yeah. and um, Empire Arcade and, and you know, in Brisbane, um, that a lot of those titles, are, are, like you said, are very rare. So that's awesome mm. that you've got your own style. Mm. Um, yeah. Matt, you've been there a couple of times, obviously um, you went to the, the private functioning um how, how did you find the vibe there like what yeah can you kind of explain what it's like you know like what kind of vibe you get from it this is um, where he's gonna say it's shit <laughs> 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 don't go to bk it's fucked i mean if things are things are unfinished you know so the yeah. it's hard to you know put the vibe in there yet we don't have one right it's, yeah. but the the top levels in the door, the, the where you come in, it's all the arcade machines. It's like the top level, mm. uh, and then you go down the stairs where all the pennies are. Um, mm. I don't know. Let's say the end review. End review. Yeah. I mean, the, it, like, how many pinballs do they have there? It's about. I think it's between twenty-five and thirty. It's around there. Decent. Yeah. Wow. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Pretty cool space that it's like a split level. It's um yeah. They're they're not the levels aren't on top of each other. Um, but this the pinball area is like a, a sunken room. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. That's cool. From, it, from the photos of the store, yeah. I don't know, but it does it feel pretty pretty spacious in person? Because the videos and photos I saw it seemed like I guess I always compare it to Netherworld because that's what I'm most familiar with. And it seemed a lot more, a lot less like a little maze and a little, you know, crowded. Mm. Yeah, a lot more there is open. more space. But um, it's interesting because Roger's idea, which I think is a, it's a different take on it. Um, Roger's idea is not to have a lot of tables and things like that. So mm-hmm. he doesn't want, a lot of people sitting around and just, you know, chatting and stuff like that. And that's been the general sort of barcade feel. Um, 
right. know, he's had a lot of feedback in his operating career where people are trying to play pinball and there's people just milling about or leaning on the machines or sitting at yeah. tables nearby complaining about the noise. And oh. so he's very much, <laughs> I know those bastards. Oh, <laughs> um, so he's very much trying to create this place where it's for players rather than for people mm-hmm. to sit down and just have a conversation. Now, oh, yeah. I don't know how, you know, how long that sort of idea will go for until he decides to chuck in more tables. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. It's, it's just an interesting idea, I think, because yeah, it, it's based on feedback. Yeah. 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 It, it is interesting. And, and like, you know, I was talking to Martin, um, who's a regular at 89 and a friend of ours. Um, he has the Metal Slug 2 world record. And he was kind of like, oh, man, yeah, I think, you know, you guys need to get more tables, you know, um, just just after a while, you just need to sit down, you know. And and mm-hmm. that's, uh, I mean, that's not exactly what he said. I'm kind of paraphrasing, but, um, um, and, and yeah, I kind of get that. Mm. But interestingly, I think with a lot of the guys that play pinball, they're so used to just standing up the whole time because, you pretty much just stand up to play pinball and yeah um but i think they are less likely to want that sort of thing i think they're used to i might be making a bit of an assumption but i think those guys are used to just standing up for hours on end at events and stuff like that um that um yeah from that from their perspective i i can't imagine them asking for tables Mm. Mm. Yeah, whatever you right. do, there's going to be you can't you can't uh, make everyone 100 percent happy. There's going to be some sort no. of split. Yeah, that's with yeah. I guess any business, you know. Mm. But again, right, going back on the space thing, there's there's heaps of space. Mm. So um, if he decides to to actually get more tables and chairs and stuff mm. like that, there's there's plenty of space for it. Cool. Yeah, cool. So um, with with your machines going to. Um, to the new venue, John. Um, what's that mean for um, Rumble in the Westlo? Is that something that you, you still have a, a dream of? Or um, yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, it's not really happening now. Pretty much, yeah. So these machines, I I bought from that business entity. Um, the unfortunately, you know, COVID really just screwed us over, mm. and not only that, like we have um, with with uh, Alan, who who I was doing it with, and who was really um, you know paying for the whole thing um, or investing. Um, you know, he's got his main business, which is in in medical consumable supplies, mainly labels, um, and that business has gone nuts um over the last two years we've been going through this pandemic and it's kind of weird because there's no real direct connection i don't think um because you know the labels we supply are are just general general theater labels and you know for medical use nothing specifically related to covid but um it definitely has increased and I can't really explain it, but um, yeah, on top of that, you know, um, there's a lot of pressure on everyone, I think, in in uh, general with lockdown and, and, and at work, 
And so the, that business just went into crisis mode with huge amounts of growth and also needing to support staff who were going through a really rough time, having to come into work every day. Mm. Um, and just meant that any sort of extracurricular activities were totally off, off the... Yeah, out the window, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the machines just sat there for ages and I kept thinking like, oh, how can we make money with these machines? And of course, you know, you're always thinking, oh, I guess we could put them in the, the takeaway shop next door or whatever and see. And, and uh, so I always had that idea in the back of my mind. And meanwhile, of course, like all the stuff with Roger and BK was happening in the background. And um, I think one day Mark just said to me, oh, I can't remember, Mark, exactly how it happened, but I think you you said, do you want to put your machines in, in there or something like that? Do you remember? Yeah, well, we were looking for more games, basically, because I only had so many, um, mm -hmm. and I knew, knew you had some. So as a way to fill the gaps, I reached out to you and said, do you have a couple of machines you want to cite? So yeah. that's where it started. Yeah, and basically, you know, I think it's really, really my passion, not so much um, Alan's passion. You know, he, the business owned the machines, you know, and it's, it's really his money and his machine. So I bought those machines off him. So, because yeah, it just didn't make sense because he didn't have the skill to repair them or operate them. And I did, so we could have done it as, you know, the rumble in the West entity and made money for that business, but I was going to be doing it. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. if I can just get the cash to buy these, then I can do it and it can just be me. Um, and so that's, that's what happened. And so there's still for people there's that, still, sorry, for people yeah. that don't know, what is the rumble in the West? Yeah. So we um, had, basically we had the idea to, to try and do the same sort of thing, you know, open a, an arcade bar, um, I think it all actually came out of originally when I went to um, to BPAC, uh, and this now is like three years ago, and met met a lot of you guys for the first time, um, and just came back, you know, like you do, you go back into the office, oh, what did you do? Oh, I went to this thing, and I like told them about it, and ah. I think Alan just thought about it, and he's got that sort of entrepreneurial type perspective, and he's like, hmm thinking about it and i think he also tries to engage like his staff in things that they're interested in and so he was like do you think we could do something like that and i'm like oh man like that's you know i think it's a lot harder than way maybe what it seems yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah um, the feedback is huge and then and then i started to think we could maybe we could do like a pop-up kind of thing as a bit of an experiment so that's mm. where the idea for rumble in the west started we were going to do a pop-up event so we planned all that then COVID happened and that fucking mm. fucked that yeah. up and we lost a lot of money mm. um and then but then we kept with the idea of maybe a more permanent thing so we were thinking of that we had a lot of machines and we even did like um, you know, private experimental events and stuff, and and they went really well. Um, but then, um, you know, COVID just did not go away, and then we had like round two lockdowns, and mm. it just it was just too much. We just couldn't continue from there, um, and we definitely can't now. So, 
yeah, unfortunately, it's all sort of out the window now. But luckily, from my perspective, you know, I still get to do the things that I want to do, which is just work on machines and and um, and share them with people. Like for me, it's really about sharing the games, you know, like NBA Jam, for example. It's a fun game, but it's not one I would have at my house yeah. because you're not going to sit down on your own and play NBA Jam. But I have yeah. it because... I want to share it. I want to share the fun of playing games, you know, over a beer with other people. Mm. Um, mm. So Especially um, like people that connect with it yeah. from when they were younger and they see that and oh, their yeah. eyes light up. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. I have to yeah. play my mate in this or whatever. It's, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Playing four player matches of NBA Jam is, is heaps of fun. It really is. Mm. I, I come at the same sort of perspective with, you know, citing things like rainbow islands and outrun you know people some people have said to me you're absolutely crazy putting these rare games out into the public where they're just going to brutalize them mm. but i get so much pleasure just seeing people enjoy playing them you know um, exactly. i'm just going to have them at my home and you know i'll play them every now and again and that's cool but i just really enjoy seeing other people being able to enjoy them and yeah. enjoying these things that you just never see around so um, mm-hmm. I, I don't care if people, well, I do care if they kick them around and stuff, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just want to see people have fun. I, I think yeah. that's what I'm really in it for. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. That's but, awesome. I, I, I wouldn't have even thought twice about putting OutRun on side or any of those other games. Mm. Well, yeah. It seems like everyone's got the right idea. I think it's going to be a, a, a success. Location, passion. Good games. Doesn't beers. seem to me yeah. like it's going to... Yeah, beers. <laughs> Doesn't seem to me like it's uh, going to be too hard to be successful. But, yeah, I no, don't know I much think, about um, business, but sounds great. <laughs> yeah, and I was just gonna, yeah. about to say that as well. I mean, Roger has that background. Roger mm. uh, right. knows yeah, he, all of that stuff. He's cited games. He's, he's run his business for over 20 years. He's managed bars. Um, mm. So it's just a perfect mix of everything that we need. Yeah. Mm. Um, he's it's going to be a a success no doubt about it Mm. and um it will open to the public december 2nd so uh, shock it in your diaries Um, (laughs) i think i can fly into new south wales now too without quarantining oh there you go (laughs) Um, we're we're still very anxious and fretting over getting everything up and running before december 2nd it's only two weeks away oh jeez yeah All my machines uh, are working. It's going to be awesome. What are you wasting <laughs> your time doing a podcast for, mate? See ya.
yeah, one of the, one of the fun things has been the, the coin mix. That's a whole world of fuckery. Yeah, I worked at Neverland for like a month, and that even in that month, it was like so many issues with coin mix. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. We, were they getting like jammed and stuff or? Jammed and not registering. Usually it's a very easy fix. You just open it up and you check what's going on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some some dickhead put a five cent coin in there or something like that. <laughs> Usually a very quick fix. So that's the other yeah. side of the coin mech. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been a very, it's been a very, very big learning curve. It's just, I can't believe how much time you spend on the smallest of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always go in there with a list of things that I need to take care of. I need to tackle this thing first, this thing second, this thing third, and then Do one of just them. end up doing something else because you know you walk in and something else isn't working so you start fiddling around with that and then next minute you know four hours has gone past and you haven't even uh, touched the things you were meant to touch so <laughs> it's it's been a big learning curve the people who run these things these barcades the amount of time and effort that they must have put in is just ridiculous mm-hmm. i can't believe it yeah oh yeah is it going to be a pay... said... sorry, sorry. Man, go ahead no, you're right. i think you guys said that didn't you guys say there's a tech at Netherworld like every morning or something fixing stuff? Oh yeah, Dave, think, Dave drops in yeah. occasionally. I don't Sorry. know if it's every day, but I yeah. think he's most, basically most 30, 30 plus yeah. hours a week. Um, I could be wrong, got, but I think yeah. he's basically a full-time tech. Wow. And then yeah. they've got Hugh as well, who owns a lot of the machines and he, he also he's does repairs for him. So like, yeah, you've got two techs running Netherworld. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But Netherworld's like... Maintenance, yeah um like the amount of foot traffic that goes through netherworld is pretty insane compared mm. to a lot of the other um barcades um yeah so like those games just get smashed so yeah there's yeah, always yeah. one or two not working um and they have mm-hmm. a sign on it so mm. but it's usually that they're up and running again pretty quick yeah 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 that's just that's just part and parcel i guess with the barcade if everything's Working all the time, it, it, there'd be something weird going on there. <laughs> yeah, solar flares. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. funny. I can, I can give an example. Like, um, there was one day where I planned to go in there and get a kick harness happening for the Street Fighter 2 slash Mortal Kombat cab. And um, <laughs> I thought it would take me maybe half an hour because I, I was basically building it from scratch, just a custom one, because I didn't have the original or a pre-made one um conveniently the pre-made ones i bought that i was going to install didn't arrive until the day after i built this custom one but that's another story um so yeah (laughs) i went in there to to build this kick harness um and i had the the right connector thanks to john because he pulled that off another cab um but i had to splice in the wires for the buttons obviously but then realizing I didn't have the spade connectors to go onto the buttons. So I cut off some spade connectors from another control panel. Um, and, and again, I was going to splice those into the kick harness, but then realizing the wires weren't long enough. So I had to cut some extra wire and splice in the connector to the extra length of wire to the spade connector and do that. How many wires is there? There's six. 
There is six, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, six, yeah, the, the three kit buttons yeah. each. Yeah. yeah, so, um, and, you know, I'm not going to just twist the wire and wrap some electrical tape around it. I, um, I twist the wire, then I put some solder on there, make sure it's tinned really well, and then um, heat, heat shrink um, on the wire as well to make sure it holds fast. That took three hours, I think. Three hours just to do a fucking kick harness. It's just, and I got it done, but that was the one, that was just one thing done off the list of about five that I needed to do that night. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just been an eye opening experience realizing how much work goes into this stuff. People who, yeah. you know, Steve at one up, the amount of work he must do, it's crazy. Oh, man. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's a massive collection. That's like five times the size of anything else that I've seen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and how he keeps all of those running, I have no idea. Yeah, mm. there's almost, like, I don't remember many machines not working either. Like, it's pretty crazy. Eh? I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how he yeah. does it. He's a magician. At least he doesn't <laughs> have to deal with CoinMex. Mm. Mm. Yeah, very true. Yeah, yeah maybe that's a big I part mean, of it. It makes yeah. a lot of sense why he doesn't do it with that many machines. It's just out of control. Mm. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys too. Yeah, you're doing pay per play, or you're doing like a fifteen bucks or free play? No, it's a uh, pay per play. Um, yeah. yeah, so there's yeah. no entry fee or anything like that. It's just come in and and pay to play the games. Um, yeah, nice tokens as well, so you can go up and buy tokens at the bar. Right, um, no, as well as coins. Tokens, will the tokens be out? Um, in December, like when you guys open, yep, yep. Looking to, I love a good token. Like, yeah, <laughs> I good, like, yeah, I think everyone's got a, a collection somewhere. Yeah, both, yeah, both, yeah, both, both those caps are both those caps are full of netherworld tokens. Yeah, right. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. You're not supposed yeah. to steal those, Dennis. Jeez, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just go there enough. I guess you get a collection, eh? Yeah, but oh, yeah. you end up, you end up yeah. with like two or three in your pocket. <laughs> oh, there you go. Matt's got a pass. Hell yeah. That's my kind of bag of drugs right there. <laughs> yeah. Fun Do you know, are the ones he's printing now the same as the old ones? He's the Z-Wall. Yep. Oh, yeah, nice. That's it. Uh, yeah, those are the old ones. Those Sweet. are the, those are the $1 coins. That's for BKAID. Um, okay, well, actually, yeah, it's nice. all for all Z-Ball games across New South Wales. Oh, um, but he's he's got new ones as well. They're two dollar ones, and they're basically the size of a two dollar coin. But um, mm -hmm. they're really really cool. If I could, yeah. maybe I have one lying around. Yeah, but yeah. they're um, they're the coolest tokens I've ever seen because they're not just they're not just one metal, one color of metal. They're actually silver around the outside, and then on the inside, it's gold. Oh, oh nice! Um, yeah. So it looks That's really, cool. really cool. It's like yeah. a like a euro coin. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was just yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. awesome. The only or in German other, oil. Um, yeah, the only other one I've seen like that is uh, Pixel Alley have like a, a red ring on the outside. With oh stars. yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. But, um, yeah, cool. no, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be keen to get my hands on, on yeah, some of those. <laughs> and hands um, on the banana. Oh, yep. yeah, with my, uh, <laughs> with my kebab. Yeah, I can't wait to see a video. I can't wait to see a video of this monkey ball machine because I've never, ever heard of it until I've heard the Game System podcast. I've never seen one anywhere ever on the internet or in real life. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're yeah. super rare. Even getting the control panel itself with that banana. It, yeah. 
you're going to yeah. spend a lot of money to get one of those um <laughs> was it, very was rare it released, so. was it released in the west at all in like the states or australia or europe or not it widely was, yeah. yeah but not widely um yeah, yeah you, you didn't see them around um, well, what, so yeah every, i don't remember seeing it in every time zone it's pretty rare yeah, no, yeah. i've never seen it and and i still haven't played it so one day yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> one day soon hopefully soon. is it um was it based off the popularity of the gamecube game is that where it came from or is it no it was originally arcade an arcade game, game. First. oh shit. Yeah. oh there you go yeah jeez right. so the original was called uh monkey ball that, that was the first one and then they came out with super monkey ball on the gamecube ah uh, right right yeah right. yeah yeah there you go. Yeah, i can't um, wait to play it it's gonna be awesome so one of the other topics we wanted to reach was uh, uh, the ultimate denizen for the <laughs> netherworld. So um, mm -hmm. we're, we're lucky to be uh, with one of the ultimates, uh, Sean Rowland. Uh, oh. Yeah. So what? Sean won Didn't know that. number two, uh, I believe. He won the second. The friend on his lap. Was it? Yep. Yeah, was it the no, second? He wants to go for a walk. Was first. Johnny Bond was first yeah, and then Sean was second. Sean was second. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, buddy. Um, the best yeah, so just thing a, I've ever done with my life, apart from, yeah, no, the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> was there um, a Tony Hawk challenge in Larry the one that you Yeah. Yeah, yeah Tony year, Hawk. Was, it's, it's been every year so far, but yeah, it was in, yeah, it was in there. There was some games in yeah. mind that kind of just luckily were suited to my strengths and I had decent yeah. games on the pinball. Um, like yeah, not enough. Do, do, you like just, uh, but, yeah. do you want to just? Do you want to just uh, give us a bit of a run through of what what it actually is, uh, Sean? Oh yeah, sure. So the Ultimate Denizen is a yearly competition at Netherworld Arcade <laughs> and Bar in uh, Brunswick Valley in Brisbane, Queensland. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> so it's a <laughs> yearly competition where um, I think. Originally, it started off with like four pennies, four arcade and four console, something like that. And then now there's around the same, maybe a few more games and something random. Like one year it was VR um, on PS4, I think, with, uh, what's it, Beat yeah. Saber? Yeah. yeah. And what was last year? Uh, Typing of the Dead on PC. Typing of the Dead oh, on wasn't PC. It, wasn't, it that, so wasn't it that drumming game? Uh, oh, the, yeah, uh, Taiko no Tatsujin. Yeah. yeah. On Wii, oh, right. yeah, rhythm action. Yeah, yeah, I think Typing of the Dead was in was in there as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It yeah. was as well. Yeah, right. So a couple of random things. They're so, getting more creative now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's no way you can really like yeah play everything that's in Netherworld, but you have no idea what's actually going to be on the in the event until the day. Yeah. Mm. So it's basically anyone's game. If you're an all rounder, obviously with like pennies, console, and arcade, then you have an advantage. But like even Mara, now, basically, yeah, yeah, even then, you've just got one chance on each game, so you can't just like grind away on a penny. Um, mm. yeah, and if you win, the the way it goes is you get a like awesome WWE, you know, wrestling style championship belt. <laughs> I think they're still doing that. Um, nice. and a big hand painted portrait on the walls of Netherworld, uh, for eternity. That, that is amazing, such mm. a such a cool. Cool thing, especially yeah, like, like a, if you a love portrait, a, portrait, a portrait like this big, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Massive, yeah, like you would see in a castle, you know, of some yeah. <laughs> fancy 
because it's all very regal and uh, monster based. That's that's kind of the theme that they go yeah. for: re regal yeah. with monster based uh, mm -hmm. artwork. And um, you usually get like a bar uh, tab. I think I got fifty bucks or thirty bucks or something bar tab as well. It's like me best. I think it's the best prize of the year. Um, mm. Right, depending on who you are some people probably don't care that much about the portrait or wouldn't even want one they might be a bit self-conscious or something but man i love it Thanks. yeah i think that's amazing yeah so that's the ultimate denison and that's um that's coming up soon isn't it yeah, yeah. next weekend yeah next weekend. Oh, it's this weekend oh yeah. shit so the, wow uh, next weekend next weekend sorry yeah so, so the 20th yeah or 21st yeah. Oh, i've always wanted to go because um, I, I do consider myself as a bit of an all-rounder. I play pinball, I play console, I play arcade, um, yeah. and of course, just because mm -hmm. Netherworld is fucking awesome, I obviously want to get there. Um, so one day, one day I'll get, get up there, there mate. And hey, Mark, yeah. you'd be surprised. Well, like so, anyone that can do that has a really strong chance. There's not a lot of people mm -hmm. who play pinball, console, and arcades. Mm -hmm. Like. Mm, um, yeah. Like I, I'll, I'll never consider myself a, a real chance because my pinballs just I, I, I don't touch pinball really. Yeah. So yeah, people like you would would definitely be be worth um be mm. worth a trip for a portrait on on a wall. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, definitely. I think only one yeah, not really... predominantly pinball player has won so far year three. Oh um, really? Yeah. Who was that? He but is Mike Michael? Is his yeah, name? What's his name? I, Mike. I don't, I don't know. I don't know his last name. Mike. Something. Not, he's, not he's, he's not a pinball. Not me. Not me. Right. Yeah. Other Mike. <laughs> but he is a gamer as well, I think. But he's predominantly always on the pennies. Yeah. yeah he had a good it doesn't year. surprise me because I think video games have such like the skills are a lot more specific than yeah. for pinball. Pinball is so yeah. much more transferable, and you do need to know the yeah. games and the rules. But um, yeah, if you're a decent player, you can usually pick it up. Yeah, you just aim for the flashing lights, really, if you can keep the ball alive. <laughs> exactly. Like, you, you can get a decent skills. score. Yeah, yeah. Or watch someone, watch someone that knows what they're doing and just do what they do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's actually one of the uh, tactics you can use at Ultimate Denizen. Don't play things you aren't confident at until you watch someone else who might know what mm. they're doing. You know, yeah. there, are, there are certain things you can do, whether you think they're... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Ethical. Ethical. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's, if you're not, I mean, you could also sit on your phone and look up strategies, whatever, you know, like there's mm. nothing yeah. that's, I don't you know. just can't have end, two credits. In, in the end, it's you that's got to set the score. So there's nothing sort of, mm -hmm. uh, there's nothing illegitimate about it. It's uh, it's all mm. about you and what you've got to do. So mm. yeah. yeah. I mean, chance, that's the, the major pinball competitions that I've been in, and I've been in many, um, all of the players, you know the best players in australia and the world before they step up to a machine they're looking up at strategies on their phone and you know there's websites dedicated to saying uh for the best strategy on this game you want to try and do this first and then this second this third mm. um uh, everyone uh, does that stuff mm, i mean yeah. why not yeah i think um one of the rules is within ultimate denison is that you're unable to you're not supposed to look up that was something that jimmy said at the start of our last year so i don't know oh, if he's recently okay. brought that in um, oh, okay. but yeah um, you don't really have time to do it anyway to be no. honest like it's pretty full on when you're there like 
you don't get yeah. much time to <laughs> even go to the bar because you got to like 12 yeah. 14 games yeah, yeah. you're, you're um, playing yeah. like the whole time <laughs> yeah for yeah. sure um and i'll just mention sorry like um I think I've missed the point in, in like um, bringing up Ultimate Denison is that it's such an awesome community event because um, mm. all of the people who, who love um, Netherworld are pretty much there. The so, like, it, yeah, mm. it, it's you're there with all your mates drinking yeah. beer. And it's a line about the games. front before it opens, too. There's yeah. a line down, down the road. It's mm. like 20, 30 people <laughs> yeah, waiting well. to get in to start with. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's just That's an awesome cool. day to be a part of. And, and you get to cheer on a winner, whoever it is. You, you're happy for them. So, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll have to I'll have to mention um, Ben Reeves. He's mm. He's been on podium every year but oh, hasn't come man. first so mm. he, he's come i think he's come three seconds and third yeah um so it's cool. that's I, wild hopefully hopefully he gets it this, this year. weekend uh, yeah yeah. So. yeah he's so consistent man that's insane yeah for <laughs> sure so especially oh. for games where you don't even know what's going to be on like i think mm-hmm. that really speaks for someone's ability consistency to just, yeah yeah pick yeah. up a game on the whim so I almost feel yeah. bad for beating yep. him almost yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a he's a really nice bloke too and a dj yeah he makes nice. he does, makes some music yeah <laughs> pretty cool but yeah so, speaking um, about the community aspect that's that's why i really want to go because netherworld's such an awesome place um mm you know, regardless, but it also just has an amazing community. And, and every time I visit Netherworld and, you know, you catch up with people you haven't seen for a while and it's just absolutely awesome. So let alone the competition, I just want to be there for the people because um, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Yeah, there's yeah. no there's no losers in Ultimate Denizen, you know? There you go. See, <laughs> we're all winners in our hearts. <laughs> I just hope we can recreate that, you know, in Sydney and yep. find those people that I yeah, feel like they're out there. Just how do we for sure find them? You know, well, the pop- mm-hmm. what's the population of Sydney compared to Brisbane? Must be a fair bit bigger. I think it's double. Right, yeah. and it? there's Probably. plenty of us weirdos in Brizzy, so there's there's got to be a bunch. <laughs> At least double. <I'll> <laughs> we only all know each other for, because of Netherworld. The the podcast exists mm-hmm. because of Netherworld. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's you're going to find a lot of people that are just I, as into it as yeah. us. I, I think that yeah. there's there's something about, though, the way that Jimmy and Ben operate that place, though, and the people that work there, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think it's more than just putting arcades and beer in a room. Um, I don't know what it is, but, I mean... Jimmy's obviously a super nice guy, and I think he's a really great leader. And I think that's a big part yeah. of it. But, he um, puts in a lot of work too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, like, just an example of yeah, just an example of how they build their community. So, um, um, Jen, my wife, she um, she makes D and D dice. Um, like she's just been uh, using making them out of resin molds, and she's done all the molds herself. And um, she, uh, Ben from Netherworld found out she was making them through me, and has um, offered Jen the opportunity to sell her dice within like the D and D nights at, at Netherworld. Oh wow, that's awesome. Um, that's awesome! And she's um so they've got like a bit of a bone theme campaign happening. Um, and Jen's been able to put skulls within all of the dice, um, mm-hmm. so to make them theme 
that way. Cool. Um, but yeah, just small things like that for, for a business yep. owner to offer that opportunity to someone. Um, yep. It just shows you how passionate they are about um, more of the, the community behind the bar more than the bar itself. And I think yep. that's what's really driving this passion. Mm. Yep. The community Absolutely. engagement aspect. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, you know, sure. in a way, I feel like that's, we're just doing that by allowing, I mean, I can't speak for Mark, but I'm pretty, pretty happy to be involved, you know, to have a few machines in there and, you know, I want to do events and stuff as well. So I suppose it's like the first step to, to that idea. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. It sounds like exactly that. Um, and that's, you know, getting someone from Mark and, and John, like both of you guys putting the arcade machines, getting people from the arcade community to run that kind of side of things. That's, that's the Mm. start of the community. Yeah. So yeah, the culture starts at the top, Hey, and then it just trickles down. And Mm -hmm. if you start with quality and passion then just, that's going to come through the, to the staff and then to the customers. And yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm so it's excited for you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just yeah. Uh, just quickly, one one other uh, Netherworld event I want to mention is um, the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater competitions happening. Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. God, it's too late. It's always a big one. Damn it. Who's editing this? You wanted to mention one that happened. Um, Luke, Luke Bushell, he's uh, a friend of ours. He's, he's actually got a band playing all the Tony Hawk's pro skater music live so at the cool, event. Man. So what's the band yeah. called? Snouts. Um, they called Snouts. Oh, yeah. You're on the spot, yeah. Neil. No, Dennis is. So <laughs> he just told me. So, but yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. Go check him out. Awesome. But you can't because the episode will be. Yeah. I, might edit them out. I hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> so they call the Snouts, hey? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Snouts musical group. Very cool. Well, they have a Facebook page and uh, check them out online, guys. Thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, thanks for um, getting us together. Neil, you kind of, Neil and Dennis, you have sort of uh, had this idea. It's been great. Yeah, thanks, guys. Great Neil. Up. Yeah, I suppose um, you guys are, you guys are always around first and then uh, the um, Arcade Perfects. Uh, we're doing podcasts for gaming content in Australia. And, yep. um, you know, you guys are a big reason as to, to why we picked this up and, and sure, uh, sure. gave us the motivation. So um, mm. huge shout out to, to the Play It Up podcast and, and um, sorry, the, the Game System podcast and, and, and their community. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> thanks for everything yourselves. you guys have done in, our, in, in the community because, yeah, we really yeah. appreciate it. And, and, yeah, thank you very much. The Trailblazers.
Mm. I appreciate you you saying that. That's that's really nice. Um, but yeah, I, I've been really enjoying listening to you guys for um, you know ever since you guys started. So it's been absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic that as we sort of hit pause, we never sort of stopped, but we hit pause. It's been great to um, listen to your podcast and understand what's going on yeah. a little bit closer to what's going on in the Queensland community. Mm-hmm. The Queensland community is huge. Um, and we know all of you guys as well, um, not just from listening to you, but we know you in person. Mm, um, sorry. So, yeah, it's been good. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for the body odour. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's all right. It's normal in our, in yeah. our circles, I yeah. think. We're gamers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah we should definitely yeah. do more of these um let's do more of them yeah, yeah for sure good fun right. I'm, I'm super keen to get down to be as soon as i can yes yeah, whenever that yeah. comes up in the next weeks months yeah. not months yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, reckon, I reckon i reckon sort of early next year will be a go to um go and make the trip for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. if i fly yeah. and i'm super keen to um get up to netherworld as soon as i can as soon as the mm. borders are open mm. i plan to head up for a weekend um yeah nice shit we better time it because we might miss each other if you're like well, coming, <laughs> we're going down That'd you guys funny. are coming up oh. <laughs> wave as you drive past <laughs> Surprise, Mark! I'm in your hood. What? I'm in your hood. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh <Mark>. no! <laughs> oh, that would be shitty. Oh, um, hopefully, if I can fly home via Sydney, I can like have a day there at least, or and then mm. go to go mm-hmm. to the Cape because yep. that's awesome. a very worthy worthy cause for, to travel for mm. sure. Hell yeah! And of course, um, don't forget about. 1989 1989 is just down the road as well Absolutely. so we can make a day of oh, it yeah. oh. all of us can catch up at 89 for a while and have a great time there and then head off to beercade and finish the night off there so um yes. yeah, yeah definitely game yeah. system it's play fun. it up party yeah yeah a lot of awesome games there too <laughs> i think i think he said he has already. 50 <laughs> cabs now or something 50. like that yeah 50. wow because he's got the whole upstairs section now as yep. well. Wow. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, well, so we're that. finally getting some stuff happening in Sydney. It took us a while, but we got there in the end. Mm. Yeah. We'll call it nice. the Tap and Balls Tour. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Neil, I look mate. forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the most. It's the You better well, be yeah. careful. We're going to start calling Neil Tappen Balls soon. No. Yeah, that's what I'm to him. <laughs> it's, hey, it's, better than, balls. Um, it's better than what my mate Gary calls me, which is Gobby for breaking the Does he call you Gobby? <laughs> <laughs> well, you've done it now. Uh, Everyone's going to call you Gobby. Yeah. Oh, Gobby can be your first name. Your last name can be Tapping Balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really extravagant porn star name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, oh. I don't know. Whoever's editing this is going to be fun for them at the end. But yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And uh, it's been a blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. And yeah, thanks to everyone um, out there listening on the Game the System um, podcast feed as well. Um, this is an awesome community. 
and it's been fantastic to catch up with the Queensland dudes. Um, and if you are in New South Wales and you haven't been up to Netherworld, one up, Pincadia, is it Pincadia? Yeah, Pincadia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, please go because uh, the awesome community up there. Pinball House. Yeah. Oh yeah, Pinball House. House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of the less so, um, known yeah. one, but yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, everyone. That's one way to end it. Bye. Cheers, guys. Bye. Spacey's Cafe and Arcade in Toowoomba kindly sponsors the Play It Up podcast. If you are ever in or near Toowoomba, we think you're crazy if you don't give them a visit. Spacey's has loads of arcade and pinball machines, retro consoles, and even air hockey. They have an excellent selection of food and drinks for the whole family and have some great beers on tap. Spacey's is open Wednesday through Sunday and you can check them out on Facebook and Instagram to keep up to date with the awesome events they have going on there. Spacey's is located at 2 Club Lane in Toowoomba. Take a trip back to the 80s with Spacey's.